Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome back to Talking <laughs> Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today, as always, I've got my co-hosts, Ryan and Nick. <laughs> quiet on set. Quiet on set. Quiet. <laughs> Sound. Rolling. I'm back and you can't keep me down. Can't keep him down. That's the best one yet. <laughs> you, you got you got my backup vocals on this time. Yeah, I got. Oh uh, yeah, I got your backup you vocals. Ready? You ready? Ready? Right. Three, two. I saw a tiger. Oh my! Now I understand. Cause I saw a tiger. And the tiger saw man. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, that we was good. Sort of band. You, you know what? That? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't think there's any amount of auto tune that I can do to that <laughs> to make it sound good. Can you make it sound worse though? Yeah, probably. Uh, probably. Why don't you go to make it sound worse? Go and make it sound worse. Let's can see I just, what happens. Can I just ask the question? Is it his voice in the video? No, it's not can't, his voice. Not close, it's not his right? voice. Okay, no, no, no. Sure. I don't know. When during the funeral. He sounded pretty good. Uh-huh, that funeral, Why is he man. singing at the funeral is a that great was, question, but let's oh wait for that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, let's <laughs> wait for we'll, that We'll one. definitely that go into right. it. Remind we'll me about that one. It. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? But his music does slap. Oh, man. It oh, slaps. It's, it's a little catchy. You know, yeah, it's, man. It's, not, it's not bad, but someone else sings it. I think someone else maybe writes it, but I'm not sure, so... I, I, I definitely bump it. <laughs> Don Lewis, secret songwriter. Secret song, yeah, it was all Don Lewis. It was all him. This is something where it's been a couple weeks, uh, and everybody's talking about coronavirus and Tiger King. That's the two things well, everybody yeah. is you're, talking about. You're welcome, America. Yeah. You know, you asked, and we listened, and now we're going to give you exactly we what had, you want. We had to do Tiger King. We had to. We just had to do and it. How first, it flew... first documentary on Talking Flick. Yes, yeah, yes. it's the first one. First, yeah. first one. But how it flew under the radar, under the Talking Flick radar, Radar is bonkers. It's it was crazy. Just, it just blew up, and then it kept on blowing up, and it kept on blowing up. Yeah, even rightfully more, so. so. I think it's warranted. When I did you talk about it? Uh, a couple uh, weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw it right away. I was a couple days in, and I'm always good for a documentary yeah. here and there. I was trying to. I wouldn't have thought a year ago that my first pick of a documentary would be this. This is kind of like <laughs> kind of shocking. You know what? Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Times but it have turns out, Cool yeah. cats and kittens, man. That's yeah. what we need. It may not be the a documentary that America need uh, wanted right now, but it's definitely the one that America. It needs. is. It is the one that needed. Everybody's talking about it. Oh, and Carol killed her husband. Oh, yeah. All right. Send him to a tiger. That's what I'm going to do to producer Ryan eventually. 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 (laughs) Salmon oil. That's how you do it. (laughs) <laughs> all right, so before we jump into all of that, let's go straight Put into cologne movie news. on my shoes, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's jump straight into movie news all before right. we get way off the handle. Right. So yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to. So uh, not a whole lot of movie news. We'll kind of cover as much as we can. Uh, so Jesse Eisenberg, Jesse Eisenberg finally came out and kind of gave some input on the Snyder Cut. He hasn't really spoken too much about the Snyder Cut. Do we care about his opinion at all? But uh, I mean, it's kind of a neutral opinion in general. That's Lex Luthor, man. Of course. That's your Lex Lex Luthor. That's not my Lex Luthor. (laughs) (laughs) So he hasn't really been vocal about really any of the kind of Justice League stuff or really any of the DC stuff in general, unlike, you know, kind of Jason Momoa, who says he's seen the Snyder Cut. Yeah, yeah. So Jesse Eisenberg, he was being interviewed, you know, of course, someone, I think even virtually before this may have even came out. And so he hasn't seen the Snyder Cut. He hasn't really put too much thought into it. He did kind of talk a little bit as far as the interview goes about reprising his role as Lex Luthor if they even asked him to even come back to it. So, mm. I mean, we talked about it before and we talked it to death as far as with the Justice League and the Snyder Cut. And I say it's just just scrap it. You know, I say <laughs> well, just scrap yeah, as much of it as you can. Yeah, so I'm not totally of that mind because yeah. I don't want Warner Brothers to be as messy as it is. And we've talked about that ad nauseum on the pod. But I would say, to your point, there is news 
uh, periphery news to the Snyder Cut to the DC Universe, which is Ezra Miller apparently attacked a woman in Sweden, and there's video of it. And because no. Warner Brothers got their hands on the video, they may scrap the whole Flash movie altogether. Really? That is, that oh is my insane. goodness! Did, what? Do you know why he attacked this woman? Or, uh... No, he he did not comment on it. Uh, it's definitely him. Though. When did it, when did it supposedly happen? I don't know. A couple weeks ago, I think, but the video really? just surfaced. I think so. All right, let Man. me let me try and look a little bit yeah, of this up pretty, because that is pretty insane. Intense. And I think because if he's out, now you're talking about no Ben Affleck, no Ezra Miller. So yeah. now it's getting pretty muddy, right? So maybe we should just reboot the whole thing. But it sucks because Gail Gadot and Jason Momoa, and actually I liked Ezra Miller. I don't know why he choked a lady in Sweden, but... Uh, I, you I, saw it? No, I didn't see it. I didn't watch it. I <laughs> yeah, don't watch it looks stuff like, like that. Uh, I don't see a video. Oh, it looks like it's there is a video out there. I don't feel like watching it either, but they did kind of cover it a little bit. Oh, man, that's crazy. From what crazy. I read, it's definitely him. So. Yeah, allegedly choked a female fan, huh? Mm. And I guess I guess from that they're trying to cancel uh, the Flash. Well, so fans are trying to cancel to it. Kind of scrap the whole thing. So I mean, he was very instrumental in the writing process. He's yeah. he's worked with all the different directors that have been attached, and I liked him as the Flash. But I don't uh, obviously. You know, they got enough problems. They probably would scrap it based on this. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, I could, yeah, that's pretty th- big. And that was that it's was to really recover from that. The only way to save the Snyderverse was through Flashpoint, like what we talked about last time. You know, yeah, it's just if there is, is the only way to save it's it. It's a natural comic story that people point. love. But so. the Flash didn't do it. All right, Ezra Miller yeah. did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Ezra Miller did. But you know, what do you separate do? the person from the artist? You know, it's we, so hard though because we, you know you just you see Ezra Miller on screen, you're just like, man, I bet the Flash chokes people so fast. Like, actually, he's kind of weak in the in the Justice league movie like you said oh, he yeah, pushes he, people around he just right? pushes so, people around and that's it but I, I would say this them. like we we talk about it at nauseum too on the pod but you got to give credit again to marvel not only did marvel take a chance on somebody like robert downey jr who had a past with drugs and addiction and issues, yeah um and was able to keep it together for that 13 14 year period and ongoing now he's letting it all loose did do little <laughs> yeah like with the addiction issues ezra miller now like they were not able to do the same thing as successfully as marvel and, you know, that's they're going to have to live with that. For yeah, the rest of the time, I mean, because so. Flash, it hasn't even started filming yet. Right. No, so, I mean, this no. would be the perfect out I mean, for it would them be to yeah. get rid of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, but what would you do with Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman and Jason Momoa's Aquaman? I had heard uh, now this is just a rumor, but I had heard that they were looking to kind of swap out Jason Momoa's Aquaman by the time they get to Aquaman 3. So they were trying to have it where Jason Momoa's... Does that happen in the comics? Yeah, uh, kind of does. does. So what they were planning on doing is with Arthur Curry or Jason Momoa's Arthur Curry is by the third movie, they were going to wrap that up with him choosing to stay in Atlantis and be the king of Atlantis. Mm. And then they were going to have Aqualad, uh, Cal... Cal, Cal Kadura, I always forget how to say his name. It's something in Atlantean, but, <laughs> you know, the fictional place, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they were planning to have Aqualad take up the role or take up the mantle of Aquaman. Okay, And so, all which right. it doesn't sound like a bad idea at all. Uh, what you could do is you could replace Ezra Miller with a different Flash and say that Flash is from a different universe the thing is, and then kind of do yeah, it that way. And I, but, listen, I, you know. I know you guys are the comic experts, so I, I just want to reel you back in for a second. I know that there are all these storylines and all these different dimensions and timelines. Yeah, the Charlie Day meme with all the about, <laughs> ribbons I feel like at this point, Warner Brothers, maybe it's and I, you know, I like the uh, I like it more than you did anyway. Yeah. The Snyderverse. I think it might just be time to scrap it and start over. Yeah. It's probably a natural time for that. I yeah. agree. I, I agree. Mean, I guess it would be interesting to see who would they recast as Wonder Woman? Who would they recast as, you know, Aquaman too as well? And because they're doing the Robert Pattinson Batman and that's, you know, that's still going to film even though it's been delayed because of the virus. It's curious to see what they can do with it. And I guess it might be nice to have them just do a fresh take with Robert Pattinson's universe but and can just I, go off from there. Can I ask... 
what is the problem with having Gail Gadot or uh, Jason Momoa still reprise the role? I guess as- continuity. Yeah, I guess uh, but, continuity. You know I, I but... was going to say that. That's a pretty good question, right? It kind of leads into if they just reboot the whole thing but keep them. Is that okay? I mean, I would be fine with yeah, it. Yeah, I'd be fine with it. It's, it's already kind of messy. You don't yeah, the you know, it's already kind of messy, so I wouldn't mind it. It's definitely turning more into a soap opera. You know, you got the actor choking somebody. You know, you're replacing <laughs> people every five minutes. You know, <laughs> this it's should just... be the Snyderverse. Yeah, this should... <laughs> <laughs> Instead of days in the hourglass yeah. of the Snyderverse, <laughs> these are the days of our lives, and so, <laughs> so it, it is starting to get much messier. Um, with Ezra were, Miller's were Flash, you, did you like him as Flash? Can I? He was just okay. Yeah. You know, he was he was funny. Like he I had some him. charm. He I had some charm him to him. The TV guy. Yeah, I never watched the TV guy okay, too much. I just right. I couldn't get into it. It's just yeah, it's so many good. episodes. You got to watch all of it. It's, it's just too. yeah. And then you've got the other six other shows that go along with it, too. And it's just, yeah. Supergirl (laughs) Supergirl actually was the one I liked the most. I think it was on Fox or something originally. I can't remember. Uh, In the first couple episodes, it's like, oh, they're doing this well. They're kind of spending money on it. But all the other ones, the Green I heard Arrow the crossover shit. was pretty good though. They're that okay. they did. But... It was cool to see like Brandon did, did, Ruth and the guy from Smallville. Yeah. Did you like, did you like Green Arrow or no? Not really. I gave it a season and a half or so. And I, I never even gave it that. It was, so. And it was it was I, <laughs> yeah. I worked for it. I mean, every time with these shows, because I see like season one, 20 plus episodes, and it's that feel it feels like that doesn't work as well for those we, type of series. Maybe like cartoons and comedies for sure, sitcoms. We we have else. now found the sweet spot for this, right? We have found the boys, Watchmen. Yeah. Stranger Things, 10, 8, 13 episodes. I don't think we need 22 episode yeah, seasons anymore. Too much. We're okay without <laughs> yeah. that now. Especially if so. you do a movie podcast. Oh yeah. my God, that's Come so on, much. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know what? I think it's, a break. It's, it's an attention span thing too. Like, you know, my favorite show is West Wing and they're 22, 23 episode seasons. Right. And I've gone back and rewatched different seasons, especially parts that I really like. And I'm thinking, well, I can skip like these five middle episodes and just carry on because it's a lot of filler in there. Even The Sopranos. Yeah, it's just I've to make yeah. more money, yeah. man. It's yeah, just to make more money. There is that filler. So we don't need it and we can move on to the next thing you yeah know, that's fine. give us the tight eight give us the tight 10 if it's a sitcom you know i don't mind as far okay, as sitcoms yeah, yeah i don't mind those 20 episodes there, yeah. for comedy sitcom stuff like that that's something i don't mind but yeah i i agree with that because you build a connection with friends i didn't mind watching friends over it had no real yeah. major plot or overarching yeah plot. exactly and we, i could watch multiple episodes multiple same seasons with the of office that. you know yeah. you give me 20 something episodes of the office but sure, sure yeah, you situational know, or, comedy yeah. that's the thing though are you just like having a good time like friends or The Office or Big Bang Theory where like you can skip 10 episodes and come right back in. You don't miss anything. Yeah. You're living in the same place. They're doing the same stuff, making jokes. Um, but like when you're trying to tell a story and we're storytellers, we appreciate that. You don't need to stretch it out to 23 episodes. Yeah. If your story is eight episodes, it's eight episodes. If it's 13 episodes, that's it, man. And then drop the mic, you know? So I think that's what HBO, Netflix, these other companies are really starting to figure yeah. out. Maybe the, the actual TV networks will be behind them at some point. Yeah, so. hopefully so, because I definitely, you can tell with certain seasons too with those shows when it goes a little bit, when it stretches, you can feel it as far as narrative sp- speaking too as well, because it just drags on and on. But Moving on, speaking of failed franchises, <laughs> we had Sophie Turner <laughs> said she would apparently kill to be in another X-Men movie, which is pretty funny. Because kill who? I, kill yeah, Tiger? Know, right? Kill <laughs> Don Lewis? I, kill I would, who uh, we killing? <laughs> I would kill for a redo of Game of Thrones Season 8, but that's just me. So that's, uh, yes. yeah. I, <laughs> that I don't know is... if I'd kill, but I'd pull money out of my own wallet. For yeah, it. at least sure. 20 bucks. Yeah, so, 20 yeah. Bucks. <laughs> so she definitely 
only wants another X-Men movie. So she was kind of talking and in an interview. What? So <laughs> she was talking. And she's like, well, of course, you know, this whole thing happened with Dark Phoenix. Right. We can't remember about that. You know, <laughs> it's just all that happened with the Fox X-Men. Then you had the merger. And so nobody really knows fully what's going on with the mutants, if they're going to just start fresh or if they're just going to roll over what Fox had into uh the MCU. So, of course, uh, Sophie Turner, she's kind of hoping that they'll just roll over so that way she can kind of reprise her role for Jean Grey. And, you know, with me specifically, you know, it's just that movie is so awful. That yeah. Dark Phoenix movie. It's it, so it just trash. didn't make enough money for them to even consider it. Yeah. Really, so. And, you know, and I know a lot of probably maybe the cast. I don't know anybody who's riding hard for Dark, Dark Phoenix, but I know a lot of them kind of blamed as far as with the reshoots and the re-edits and even just kind of the merger. They blame that for why Dark Phoenix did so bad. But it's just really there probably wasn't really a story there yeah. to begin with. Yeah, because it's like, why would Fox want you to use the scrolls? Because that was the rumor that they had did those re-edits and those reshoots because they had included the scrolls for the aliens yeah, in yeah. that movie. Which I don't know why Fox decided they need to include the scrolls because it was always rumored that that's what Captain Marvel the MCU was going to do, and it's just you can do a story do without including were, the scrolls. It was like a power play jockeying at that time you know, before the merger. It's or no? just I don't know what's going on with that whole. The guys behind X Men really screwed up that franchise. It's Simon just, Kinberg, now, man. Con continuity in that franchise. The mixed bag, is the ultimate terrible. mixed bag of now, comic book movies. Can I ask? Does Fox have uh, licensing to use the scrolls? I think so. This is where it gets complicated. I think scroll the scrolls were technically like a neutral point and i think they were sort of allowed to share them a little bit but i'd have to relook that up oh, but man. i think i think officially they were kind of allowed to use the scrolls because they were a neutral point for both of them to share but it's just why even include the scrolls with the x-men you know what i mean because yeah, yeah. it's just you don't know you know you're about what dark phoenix is number eight or something like that yeah, in the x-men yeah. franchise and it's just why would you include scrolls this late in the game if you can't do anything with them? Yeah, you know, you're you know just gonna I mean? stuff it into yeah, this movie. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> they wasted and, uh, Jessica Chastain. They just oh wasted. man, it oh was yeah, just so it's bad. Just, yeah. You know, yeah, and so it's just I think the X Men franchise it needs a fresh start, and that's yeah. the thing that bugs me about the the franchise too. It's just they break continuity all the time, and even with Dark Phoenix, within the first twenty minutes, they break continuity with mm -hmm. what ha it's like they I, don't watch the previous movie. You know, it really <laughs> I think, is. And I so, think I know the answer, but I'd be I, I know Tyler might make surprise me here uh star wars franchise versus x-men franchise Ooh, like all which together ones, including which everything better everything. or which one's worse which one or? would you rather watch you oh on man i mean x-men is definitely funnier to watch because you just see the decline like happen almost immediately <laughs> like you get one you're it like, happens in real time right. it's cool. yeah you're just like all right mediocre too like all right all right i give it some wiggle room because of the time it came out then three is just like what happened origins yeah. is like <laughs> you're just having fun at that point watching the ride still ride for that one wolverine <laughs> is just kind of like halfway the wolverine is like all right fine and logan gets a little bit better and then you've got apocalypse you're just like what happened here you know <laughs> what happened with apocalypse what happened with dark Phoenix? i still New found that one watch never get that and so <laughs> it, it's funny because i don't include logan or those the specifically yeah. uh you, they're technically the in good canon. ones yeah they're yeah. in canon they're in canon but i don't put them in with, that uh, well would you put uh, i mean rogue one is in canon solo yeah. is in canon with, so with it the x-men franchise you could look at each movie being in its own pocket universe and it's still kind of somewhat works. yeah you can look with the first two being in its own pocket universe and that was kind of the rumor with logan that it was like following continuity of just kind of one two origins the wolverine and that was kind of really about it it didn't pay to 
it didn't address Days of Future Past like as much or the is, whole. A what lot is the of best one? On. You say Logan, right? Um, oh yeah, Logan's yeah, I think very I would good. Go Days Logan's of very good, past, but Days of maybe. Future Past, Days of Future Past, I appreciate because it has all the characters and they blend them together in a smart way. You know, in, in, in the thing with Days of Future Past, they save the franchise and then immediately the next movie they just they tank it. They just completely trash <laughs> it. So that's why I'm just like, who? What actually happened on set with Days of Future Past? Because I'm just like. There's no way Brian Singer. You I know, I what definitely I mean? how, ride, you, how do you tie this all together? I ride for Olivia Munn. And then all Psylocke. of a sudden, yeah, it's just <laughs> there's some you, good stuff in there. How do you have one movie like that and then completely a 180 with Apocalypse, yeah. where it's just like, what were you thinking, man? Again, like, Kinberg, like I don't get how he could be so like on point and then so off. Yeah, it's so there, odd. there's something else going on yeah, there. Like yeah. you've, you've probably got some people who are yeah. just pushing the bad stuff, and you've got <laughs> the occasional writer who's actually trying to save it. Because you know, Tyler, like a, listen to yourself right now. So there's someone that's on the team that's intentionally trying to make it bad. It's, that's you know who saying. it is? It's they, Os- they Oscar Isaac. Was like, I want practical, make- <laughs> yeah, practical are. effects for uh, Apocalypse. That's what I want. <laughs> oh man, have you? Uh, they they've actually did a mock up of what they would yeah, have you talked made about it, it on like. the pod. Yeah, yeah, and it actually looks good. He yeah. looks like the cartoon version, but yeah. just in huge live and like yeah. And I don't I don't know what I don't know what was going on. Do you remember? Do you remember Galactus in this Rise of the Silver Surfer? Of course I do. I remember that. I watched that movie like ten times. What do you think of that? Galactus that take. I mean, it's just a cloud, just like a cloud that eats planets, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's. There's he's no huge, right way to do man. that character. He's, yeah. he's definitely he bigger. Him, he's the you... eater of worlds. You can't see him. Well, they did it in uh, Guardians 2 also. Remember, Kurt Russell was uh, what the planet eater. What's that guy's name? Oh, uh, I, Ego. Ego, uh, the planet uh, eater, Ego, the, the living, living planet, planet whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no good way to do those giant sort of I mean, they did it a pretty good way with Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, I guess, as best yeah. as you could. I as far as an avatar. What about, what is that? Doctor Strange. The, no, the last, the uh, uh, last boss or there. whatever his name is. I forget his name. <laughs> the guy who Dormammu. Yeah, Dormammu. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> that wasn't bad. It, it was CG. Bad. That wasn't good either. It wasn't bad. It, you know, it was it was definitely better than as far as with uh, like Fantastic Four, but that's such a different time for those Marvel yeah. movies. You know yeah, what I mean? I so. Like the Silver Surfer, I think looks pretty good, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. You know, I, Again, think I, I, I told you guys good, a couple and... weeks ago, like when I first saw that trailer in the movie theater, I was like, this is fucking incredible. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, with the <laughs> Silver Surfer yeah. coming out. It of, like, was a the, really cool yeah. trailer. The very first one it that came good. out, the teaser and you could just see him. He was all shiny. And I was like, Oh man, that looks legit. I can't yeah. believe I can And then you saw, and then you saw the thing. And then I saw the movie and I was like, well, I guess like the thing. Seven's career is over. It's, never over he's back (laughs) can't keep him down (laughs) yeah i mean with the thing i mean it's just what do you do it's you that you know and that was something that they wanted to do where they didn't want to do cgi with the thing in those old fantastic yeah yeah but he looked like he was just covered in styrofoam or something yeah it really did and so but it's not much better in fan four stick the the josh (laughs) trank ones it's just that one's awful fantastic four is one of those where it's just Jamie they Bell, weren't, right? It was they terrible. weren't ready for it to do it. I mean, it's fine that we got that because it's interesting to see that stuff. I don't think he's a good stuff, character, but really. But the, the thing, or yeah, the thing. I mean, it's just those Fantastic. They're known for being just completely even. Even you know, the Hulk flops, in the Marvel movies is kind of mixed baggy. Like we talked about it. Sometimes we like him, sometimes we don't. It kind of so. yeah. It does kind of depend. But he does look pretty good. I mean, he does. Yeah, yeah. He's he at does times look pretty really good. Cool, so, so I mean, they actually put some effort into making that. Yeah. And so yeah. I think if they were to redo the Fantastic Four, which looks like that's what they're gonna do, they're gonna 
introduced X-Men to the MCU, Fantastic Four, because Marvel's planning all their stuff. We still out don't know which one's out. first, and I would argue Fantastic Four before X-Men. But you say Fantastic Four before so, X-Men? Yeah. I think X-Men before Fantastic Four, but I, I don't so? know. I don't know. They've yeah. Been, they've been I, working. Actually, I think Fantastic Four. It's been a while since we had a Fantastic Doctor, Four. Doctor Doom, right? That's the yeah. guy that you need a big bad. And I yeah. think Doctor Doom is actually pretty dope. He, he can be. Sick. He Fantastic, can be. That's a good way to inject, too, with Fantastic Four is inject it into the Black Panther because that's where, like, the origin of Black Panther comes from is meeting with, like, the Fantastic Four. Yeah. So, but... I mean, the MCU, they've been planning their stuff carefully out, at least for a while. And they're at least a little bit better if, like, something happens last minute to where they can at least make it fit. Mm. You know, they've only had, like, a couple of continu- continuity errors, you know, with uh, Rhodey. What, what is it? War Machine being yeah, recasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always forget his, I always forget his name. They and, dodged and a so bullet getting rid of Terrence Howard. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good idea to get rid of Terrence Howard. <laughs> it's a great Howard. actor, but he, he would have done Don it. Don Cheetah is so him much and, more. Him, him and Ezra Miller would have gotten in trouble in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Choking the same fan. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> something about that lady. Finish you know? her, Ezra. Finish her. <laughs> 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 you got Ben Affleck holding. Maybe we should edit this out. Punches. I don't know. If there's liability here. <laughs> uh, um, oh, no, no, I got it. Alleged, got it allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. There allegedly. Thank you. There you go. Ezra Miller's on cast with talking flick. Allegedly choked that choke slam. By the way, lady. Ezra Miller, you're welcome on this podcast. If yeah, you'd like to call in, yeah. If you want to defend yourself, we'll happily Absolutely. make fun of I'd you. I'd love to hear your side of that, and I want to hear you know your ideas on this Flash movie that will never. No, I'm get good. Now, I'm good so. on that. I just want to hear about the lady you choked. <laughs> so I'm the Flash, right? And I can go really fast. Go on. That's all I got. Page one. <laughs> Just the intro. All right. We got a lot to cover here. Okay. okay so all right. All right. So, uh, uh, last I know little... I'm Captain Tangent, but geez, oh, come man. on now. Uh, last little bit of movie news I got. Um, kind of a sad one, somewhat. Uh, the human centipede actor, Dieter Laster, the German scientist who played the Oh, who, he played the, the German one? scientist in the first one. Okay, and he's yeah. in the he's in all of them. Okay. The oh yeah, 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 yeah. Weird guy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, so yeah. he he's the German scientist. All of them. He actually died this week at seventy eight. Oh, so man. yeah. Coronavirus or no? Uh, didn't say coronavirus. Say so I'm okay. gonna assume not. Um, he was already pretty. Old. I mean, he was seventy eight years old. You know, definitely a little bit older. But you you kind of heard. I've heard some things as far as with the set with the human centipede, and I've heard nothing but good things on the set. Like how they offered massages to all their actors. Really? Yeah, because intense. they were on their knees yeah. and stuff. And how like apparently the German actor was like really cool too as well. And apparently, like, even though the movie is the human centipede <laughs> and it's completely crazy, you know, it was apparently on set, it's very it's ve- it was very it's like, like going to humorous. a spa. Yeah, exactly. Let me like disconnect your yeah. mouth from that butt and you want to you want to massage? You want to massage? Yeah, apparently. They massage I mean, their knees and stuff. And it's so, a little late for uh <laughs> Well, it's definitely you know, it's definitely nice to hear when actors on set are not abused. Um, looking at you, yeah, Stanley sure. Kubrick, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. the grave of Stanley Kubrick. Hey, David Fincher, Jake okay. Gyllenhaal. He put Jake Gyllenhaal through the ringer for Zodiac, so we'll get to that. I'm sure. <laughs> there is just some, oh man, just the things like certain actors do. The one that did it for me, I know I'm Method going on tangent. Uh, I would just smack him. Probably. Who, who played the pianist and the uh, pianist? Adrian, the piano? Yeah, Adrian Brody. Adrian. No, no, no. No, I'm sorry, Adam. No, Adrian Brody. Adrian yeah. Brody. Yeah, yeah just Adrian Brody, which is and, a Polanski movie, when, which when, my wife really likes. I think it's just when okay. he's in the uh, in insane asylum, the movie where he's in the Salem asylum and they stick him into the uh, where they put dead people in the morgue and he's in a straight jacket. Mm, I don't know. You what don't know what I'm talking is about? Is that the pianist? No, no, no. no it's, he's, it's, a, it's a different movie where he's in a straight jacket and they put him into a morgue 
and he's in there for they're hours. Little drawers, right? Yeah, they're like the little drawers where they keep people, dead people at. For yeah, the what, what movie from, uh, is that? In there. I forget. The Jacket. It was a movie that came out in 2005. Oh, right, right, right. With um, Keira Knightley. Yeah, with yeah, Keira Knightley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, vaguely so, remember that one. So that <laughs> was one where he's in that. I, I keep on forgetting the name of it, but that's one of the ones they put him in the slab in the morgue. And Adrian Brody, because he's such a method actor, he actually put himself in there for hours upon hours. And you can actually see him cry in the movie. And that's real life tears, you know, in the movie that he's doing because he's stuck in there for hours. Okay, what's the method in that? I yeah, guess exactly. to draw out the that. emotion. But anyways, that <laughs> what was, is... What was his method in the crappy Predator movie? <laughs> what do you mean? That one was better. <laughs> okay. That, that was, was better so than the, better. Uh, yeah, it was better that than the other one. That was the yeah. best You're one right. we've gotten in years. Well, wait, is that Predators? <laughs> the third best That's one. Predators, yeah. Oh, okay. I ride for Predators. Uh, I ride we'll, we'll for Predators. We'll, yeah, we'll, one day we'll talk about it. I want you to know that I ride for Predators, all right? Predator 1 is amazing. All right. And so, but I love Predator 1. Predators versus X-Men Origins Wolverine. I think we got we got to hash that one out. Predators is so much better. Predators is so much better. It's not awful, but it's not good either. It's better. It's better. But it's that's all I got. It's just from... fine. <laughs> how it's... dare? How dare you? Say how I take his power and I turn it to him. How dare you besmirch the great Adrian Brody in the jacket and also in Predators, the 2011 uh... movie, <laughs> the best Predator movie we've gotten since, Ar- since Arnold. <laughs> I don't know why he hasn't taken that that guy back to that franchise. Yeah, so go he back should to Terminator. Which over and weird. over and over yeah, again. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, why. Yeah, it's, it is weird. It is weird. Like it's just why I don't. I don't get how, it. I don't know um, how they messed up the reboot with uh, who was the director of the one. Shane they- Black. Oh my God! Yeah, how could Shane Black out. have just like it was yeah. a nonsensical it's, mess? It's like the X Men with thing good too. actors. Yeah. I couldn't believe it's, it's what the X Men thing. thing was. You know, yeah. it's just like you do a good one because he wrote part of like the first Predator. Got the little kid and in then there. Everyone too. was happy because like, oh, you've got an original cast member, yep. you got an original writer coming back, yep. and it's just like, man, what happened? A, pro- yeah. a yeah. proven writer too. Forget the direction. He yeah. kiss kiss bang nice bang. Nice guys. Oh, I love uh, kiss kiss bang. Iron Man. Say what you will about it. I have some issues with it. It's an interesting way take on that story. And he just, I, I was such a mess. Yeah. Such an utter oh, mess. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's all I got for movie news. Anything you guys want to throw in there? Not really. I think um, uh, the Asian invasion of Hollywood, right, is uh, TNT Snowpiercer's coming May 17th. So if you're looking for really? something to watch. Oh, and TNT? it looks, it's weird that oh. it's on TNT. I, I had the same thought yeah. that you did. The same, I made the same face. But I mean, the original was beautiful. That's the guy who did Parasite, Bong Joon-ho or yeah. Bong Joon-ho or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really, really like that movie. It's really, really smart. Art, even though it's not super rewatchable, if you watch the trailers for this TNT show, it looks like they spent money on it. Oh, really? So I am at least going to give it a chance. Do you think TNT really? trying to change their kind of change so. dynamic a little? Maybe so. so. Yeah, and it's clean short seasons as I as I yeah. read. Is that Ted so. Turner? It, well, yeah, Ted Turner. It's, uh, who's uh, who, Jerry Bruckheimer or whatever? He did like all those DNT and T shows, right? He did right? a lot of them, did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. The so. Castle or whatever. Last Ship. All oh, these yeah. other, yeah, whatever these are. How can I forget about Last Ship? <laughs> just, just name something. And it's, that's probably the name of a Bruckheimer show. What was the one with the aliens of Steven Spielberg? I forget oh, that God, one. That was remember. forever ago. There's a lot of them. All right. Anyways, so today we're doing Tiger King, the crazy Netflix documentary. Tell all your hunters, <laughs> lay down your guns. So, <laughs> so this is something that everybody, almost, I mean, everybody is talking about. If oh, you yeah. haven't heard oh, about yeah. this, you must be living in Murder, a rock. mayhem, madness. madness exactly. <laughs> but before we go straight into it, spoiler warning for the entire documentary. Yeah, the yes. entire documentary. So <laughs> What you, else are you doing? Watch the documentary. You got nothing going Jesus on. Christ, yeah. We both know. We both know you're not doing anything. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it and don't at me at spoilers. So just <laughs> yeah, don't do yeah. it. But Ryan, I'm curious, what's your reaction? To I want to know. I, 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 need, I need to know your they reaction. They said it couldn't be done. 
They said that he couldn't finish a whole series in a week. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it. I, I, had, I, to, I had to give all you my Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> So, Seven episodes, forty-five minutes each episode. Was that I because you wanted it. to? Yeah, you it was. Stop. It you was. Stop. Uh, well, I could stop. <laughs> I definitely could stop. It was the span of a week. I did like two episodes a day, but I was riveted the entire did, time. Did, did Mrs. Garbage Boy watch also? No, actually, she doesn't really like animal cruelty. She's not into yeah, that. Yeah, and uh, it was not a pretty. Ton of it, yeah, it, it's, I, mean, it's I don't know anybody who is. Yeah. Animal cruelty, <laughs> I'm into but, it. I think yeah. <laughs> and and definitely they don't show a lot. It's not very graphic, but it's more human the, cruelty you, than yeah, anything. But else. at the same time they do reference it and talk yeah. about it you and know it's just hard happening. for her to listen to yeah yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah you know what's happening i mean with me with this series i watched the first episode and i was like okay pretty good good recommendation then, uh, Do I get props for this yeah so yeah <laughs> definitely good recommendation because i remember when it first premiered i remember seeing the trailer for it and i'm just like okay i'm definitely gonna have to watch this sometime not right now because that's the thing that happens with these documentaries or these one season things right you go into i'm gonna watch one episode a day and then all of a yeah. sudden yeah yeah you, you just, just take off. your gonzo yeah, take yeah. so yeah. like and i, I, I had can't the same thing myself. like you it yeah. was a couple and then it was boom i finished yeah so i did one by itself i think i waited about a day or two because i had to do some things and then just two through seven i'm like i have to get through all of this yeah. i just have to <laughs> three sessions so yeah. two through seven me. all in one yeah. all it's in one go. freaking bonkers man oh. it's insane once it hit episode four, I was like, where is this going? Exactly. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> pivot, 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 right? Yeah. yeah it's pivot. Just and, and they don't even bring up drugs until the fourth yeah. episode. Oh, Are you serious? I mean, like, Are you serious? They're definitely like, there. You can see the people on drugs the whole time, <laughs> yeah. but they don't actually discuss it for a while. So, <laughs> this is crazy, man. All right. So this has been pulling number one on Netflix for a while now, for weeks. Yes. I think since yeah. this came out. I have uh, some yeah. numbers. I mean, yeah, obviously, me, Netflix pretty cagey about the numbers. Give me you the, want numbers, the numbers. Yeah. How, does, right. how well does this documentary do for Netflix? It's, it's hard to describe how important this is to Netflix. And I don't think that they knew exactly how good it was going to be. One of your buddies, Jason Blumhouse, recently, I think it was a couple days ago on the Bill Simmons podcast. Yeah. Yeah. He talked about how he had a chance to buy this. Wow. And he passed on. If you want to listen to it, the Bill Simmons podcast from a couple days ago, I think a Thursday or Friday or something, um, he's on there and he We've talked about that. how this might be the one that haunts him the rest of his life because he had the he could have had the rights. <laughs> wow. And he passed on it. I mean, this is the guy who's, I mean, he's swimming in invisible man money. You and know he what says I mean? that's so doing really well. He that. actually just, it was a great discussion where he talks about, we, we didn't talk about it in, in news, but Trolls World Tour, yeah. technically the first release that went straight to VOD. Right. And we don't have numbers on how much money it made yet, but I know I had friends that actually got their kids together and watched it oh, and paid watch for it. it. We're thinking so we'll of watching Onward later this week. So, yeah. yeah. I heard good things about one. that actually yeah. also as well. But uh, Blumhouse said The Invisible Man, which had a limited run in the movie theater, did pretty well. They made a ton of profit off of that but the other one that they released after the fact which was the hunt i think yeah that's what i've been wanting to watch on it looks interesting yeah. interesting trailer right uh human people hunting human that's people my favorite man yeah i love it that. <laughs> the most dangerous game the yeah most dangerous with, with game. politics thrown in there it's genius but hunting any, hunted but he I'm said that one it. that one may stand to lose money based on the vod oh, release man. so a bit yeah. of a mixed bag again it's very well, early in the that was one that got postponed because it was of a, a, a times. shooting or something. I can't yeah. remember exactly. I think it was a shooting. There's some they postponed there. the hunts because they're just like, this isn't the time to play it. Exactly. And yeah. then it was a, yeah, there was yeah, a shooting. They, I, they waited shooting. too long, I think, to put it out there because they waited about three or four months, but or maybe, maybe, maybe two so. Months, so I, I, the, the question was asked to him and he would be a, someone to ask uh, that may, may have a decent answer on it. 
could you see cinema changing overall, right? Because AMC is flirting with bankruptcy now. Now they were leveraged, so maybe it's not quite the same as Regal or other places. Right. But if the AMC goes under, I mean, are we just changing the way we watch movies forever because of COVID-19? It's a question. Yeah, man. Again, I think Netflix really changed that game in general. And I think this outbreak has kind of, you know, shined that light on everybody's stuff. Netflix stock is I can work from home this whole time, you know? like Yeah, Yeah, and they were losing money. Yeah. yeah, they were. They were losing money. And again, Netflix, as we talked about many times, they, similar to AMC, was leveraging itself by spending all this money. Um, you want the numbers on Tiger King. It crushed what the Irishman did. I mean, Good. Crushed <laughs> Good. it. Good. Rightfully glad. so. Yeah, right? yeah. And obviously, Tiger King didn't cost like six hours. Yeah. As much as three hours over it. Says he movie. Every time <laughs> so. something comes up on the Irishman, it's always some critic or some yeah, YouTube channel yeah. basically, you know, just I've had a going lot of, to town on how great it is. A lot of just, smart people yeah. who, and I, I'm I'm periphery to those Ricky guys, Gervais but a lot of smart it. people said, you need to watch it again, Nick. You don't understand it. And I'm like, I think I I think I got it. And I don't have, even with the quarantine, I don't have time to watch that again. Because that's like three and a half hours. Oh, right? it's a long haul, one man. i've been kind of like i want to watch it uh magnolia or uh magnolia is a good movie magnolia, yeah. Paul it's, Thomas like, Anderson. it's like a little over three hours i'm like oh yeah. man that's rough and, and it has like, really slow moments 327 <laughs> no thank you like i just i just can't do it it's so. the same thing magnolia is a better movie than the irishman but the irishman has these moments where like you know al pacino raises his voice or de niro does a master class in acting or pesci's incredible but it's so long and it's yeah. so drawn out and i get what he's going for it doesn't work man i'm sorry it just does not work uh, but regardless of that netflix who spent a ton of money on The Irishman, did not spend a ton of money on Tiger King, beat Blumhouse to the punch, yep. and released this thing. I don't think they knew what they had when they released it. Oh, yeah. It's very well crafted. The numbers yeah. it did in its first 10 days, you want to take a shot? Oh, how many viewers? How many viewers in the first 10? Oh, because they limited on how they released these million. numbers. At no, least that's six. crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. It was you, it was me, it was Dr. Strange I, I need to get on another podcast. This podcast After he got done watching Dr. Strange again. Guys are co-hosts. So what we're saying is in between six and 120 million. Yeah, yes. okay. I think we're there. I think we're there. All right, let's hear it. We're let's wasting hear it. precious time, cool cats and kittens. All right, so just settle down. 34.3 in the first 10 days. Okay. It is one of the biggest shows Netflix ever uh, released. To give you a little, uh, you know, some sort of, some qualifiers, uh, some comparisons, Stranger Things Season 2, 31.2 in the first 10 days. Wow, okay, Stranger wow, Things yeah. Season 3, 36.3, and I think that's the biggest one up to date. Each so uh, each period of ten days after that, they're getting six to ten million more views. Wow! What? So what those are the buildings? They can't. I don't think they can track exactly if people are binging it specifically, but they're right. checking into it. Quite so a bit. the first week, you said, right? The first first week? ten days. Oh, first, first ten, 10 days, days, thirty-four million How, plus. What was the draw for these people to be like, oh, Tiger King? Yeah, Honestly, I'll watch everybody's that. at home, so you got to factor that yeah. in, right? COVID is a part of the deal, and but also word of mouth, man. It's like yeah. how people get talking oh, yeah. flick. Spread the word, Spread man. The word. You know? <laughs> Tell your friends. Tell your family. So. I did. I spread it to you guys. A lot of people told me uh, in a short period of time, and then I was like, "What are you talking about?" I yeah, know, and I would I like to care about this. I would like to think that our podcast is as buck wild. We drive as the culture. Yeah, we, try. we drive the culture. I mean, we won't hire somebody to kill somebody, but you know, <laughs> hey, I gave a bunch of dudes some meth and some tigers. Yeah, some tigers. Yeah, the story goes there. Yeah, so <laughs> we talk about it quite a bit. Where like. You know, we want different things in entertainment, right? And right now, obviously, podcasts, I've been listening to a ton of podcasts since right. the quarantine. You know, it's endless. And I'm so grateful that they're there for me. Just like these Netflix shows, documentaries, TV shows. I'm revisiting some anime now. It's it's all of it is important because we need stuff to fill that time. I ride for documentaries, and I think this will give birth to a bunch of other yeah. weird shit that I'm so grateful for. And so. lately, Netflix has tip been of the hat to Netflix. Yeah. Netflix yeah. has been killing with documentaries, and also too since their release of like doing the top five, the top ten stuff of the week. That must have 
I help think so, increase yeah, viewership. It was number one. Yeah, definitely. Day day after it's, day. it's I checked right now too or earlier today and it's still, still number, number one. one? Still okay. number one. So at least yeah, Ozark yeah. O- o- Ozark did not do as good as this, which is crazy. You know, People Ozark really like- is something where I just could not get past the first season. I yeah. know everybody says I would I'll like bring it up it and, and recommendation. Stuff, but <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. I can't get past the first season. I I've been wanting to try it again because it's on season three now, I think. Um, but I just cannot get past that first season. So, do you think Netflix will? Um, I mean, they already kind of own the documentary market a little bit. They're certainly a huge player in it. HBO does amazing documentaries, also. I don't see a ton on Hulu or Amazon. I don't really go there for yeah, documentaries that yeah. much. And certainly Netflix with a documentary series. Do you think this will change the game for them? Will we see a lot more documentaries because of this? I think so. I think people are going to be taking more chances on documentaries. Spend I more mean, money on them? Because that's the big ooh, question. I don't think about spending more money because I don't see why or how you would spend as much money. I mean, I guess depending on the story, though, too. I, I don't Research, know, Nick. There's, it costs money. There's a lot of documentaries out there. There's documentaries There are, but good every, documentaries. Yeah. Documentaries that really capture the zeitgeist. You know, that's what you need. I think it's hit and miss, though. Like yeah, it's well, course, it's just yeah. all about stories, and there's a lot of like true crime documentaries. It, <laughs> there's uh, there's like there's, making a murder. You say that yeah, right? Making lot, of a murder yeah. is I love. Uh, both there's those there's seasons, uh, nutrition. Uh, Carol kills her husband, and Stephen Avery's innocent. I mean, yeah. it's just <laughs> yeah, but end it, of the show. Like the thing is, though, I, I look at it like apps on the cell phone marketplace. Yeah, it's hit and miss. Like some of them are going to be good, but some no one catch e- on, No one's know? ever going to play them or see them. Okay, I'm gonna let me ask that question. I know we got to wrap up the numbers, but let me ask this question a different way. You guys are not huge documentary guys, right? Well, that's starting to change, I think, for me now. Okay, so, so when I get to recommendations, too, because okay, yeah, okay, so I think it's starting to change for me a little the bit. The question more. I want to ask is, does this make you want to check out other documentaries? Absolutely. For me, okay. yes. For me, All this right. absolutely makes me want to check out. How about you, producer Ryan? Because this is a tough test for you. Like, to be completely honest. Are you going to go right back to Attack on Titan, or are you going to watch uh, well, Wild I've, Wild Country? I've, I've, my my tastes are all over the place. I, I'm really into Law and & Order. And the guy other... who's eating pizza rolls out of a bowl right now, <laughs> just for the record. But what I'm saying is that I've had interest in documentaries. There are different things that pull my attention. Not just because of this is it going to make me want to go for more documentaries. Okay, Tyler. Tyler, I have respect for you. Producer Ryan, you're an idiot. That's That's the numbers. All right. So we're just going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. It's not every day that a zookeeper went to prison for murder for hire. There are more captive tigers in the U.S. than there are in the wild throughout the world. Animal people are nuts, man. They're all crazy. I'm sure y'all got a story to tell. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Joe Exotic, and this is Sarge. He was like a mythical character living out in the middle of bumfuck Oklahoma who owned 1,200 tigers and lions and bears and shit. Come here, love me. <laughs> Matt Spokin, good looking, love to party and have fun. I don't think we're done blowing shit up today. I don't figure you are. <laughs> They have a heart and a soul and a mind. I've learned from them. But Carol Baskin hates saying, I can't have these tigers. If he ever had an enemy in his life, it was Carol Baskin. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, it's Carol at Big Cat Rescue. Carol is the Mother Teresa of cats. We will end the private possession of these cats. This is my way of living, and nobody's going to tell me any otherwise. Carol has an army of people working for free. She's a plain-out hypocrite. She literally does everything that I do. So Joe says, will you go to Florida and what? Kill that fucking lady. 
What a story. All right, guys. So holy shit. Tiger King, where to begin? Because oh, I think man. that's the intro to for the series. It's just really, uh, where do you begin? Well, let's start who, at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, I don't think I ever knew like the draw of, I guess, animals. I, I so, Maybe I just don't have that. I, I, I love animals. I'm an animal owner. Right. But, like I go to a zoo. I think San Diego, San Diego Zoo, incredible place, cool place to yeah. spend the whole day at. I've never been to a zoo. So. Oh, you've never no, been? No, I've never been so, to a zoo. But so. this is just, I, I did this not. Is, and know anything about this so yeah. there this is culture just, is astoundingly weird there is just so much involved in this story and i remember hearing bits and pieces like just over the years just all the crazy stuff that's happened and throughout the course of the tiger well King, we've seen like new, longer. we've seen I've news clips stuff, of like but... animals getting out but like this is paints it like i have yeah, a whole different impression of insane it. Well, this is this is definitely certain things i remember so i remember as far as like with the carol baskin and the joe exotic with Joe Exotic shooting the mannequin of the picture of her face on it yeah. or something. John yeah. Oliver did I a remember, piece. They yeah. show it in the documentary. I remember that episode. Yeah. So. I, rem I remember seeing that on the internet of some stuff from Joe Exotic doing his crazy stuff or his crazy threats against like Carol Baskin. Man. And Carol I remember Baskin. certain other things that blew up too. Tyler, I don't know what circles that you rolled in that you that, that came into this. Was right, number I, one on my feet. So. <laughs> I, I never heard of Joe Exotic before this well, documentary. I, I remember seeing him. Never, never learned the name, but I remember seeing some of those clips just kind of making Once its way on the internet. Once you see that mullet, yeah. you never forget. Yeah, you never forget that mullet-mustache combo oh, with God. the uh, eyebrow kind of piercings. Oh, yeah, Joe, man. Is it, he, has like using, he has like six earrings. Is he using oh, straight gosh. bleach, or is he? Is there some kind of like hair? <laughs> uh, is there like a, a bronzer? I'm no, not sure what's going on. I don't on. know, man. I don't know what's going on. But, so, but I have to say, the entire premise of this documentary, it was supposedly about how this big cat owner ends up yeah. hiring a hit against this is that uh, how it animal. Started? Well, that that was the whole premise of the the thought... documentary when it came out. But then when you start seeing the first four episodes, it doesn't. It talks about it a little yeah. bit, but it goes on these crazy things. So, Only like the last two episodes I, are actually there's it, geared there's so that. many as right. you said earlier pivots. It is. It's exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> because it feels like in the beginning, and as far as like with the uh, the actual guy who did the documentary, guy, I forget his name. I, it's I think he's Spanish or something. I always forget his name, but. He had done other documentaries specifically specifically with wildlife. And so originally with Tiger King, it's, what it's they Eric, were trying to Eric do. Eric Good and Rebecca Chalkin. Is that behind it? I'd have to look. Yeah, but but multiple yeah. people, obviously. Yeah, involved, so, so. Um, with Tiger King, originally this started when they were going to actually... Uh, the documentary was supposed to be revolving around, I guess, with these people who were smuggling in snakes and selling snakes. Yeah, right? yeah. That's how it was going to start. And that's how the beginning of the first episode starts is where you meet those guys who are kind of doing the snake venom and they're transporting the snakes. And then all of a sudden they happen to see a snow leopard that they're transporting, I think, in Florida. Yeah. And so and that's where it it yeah. evolves into Joe Exotic because then they meet the, with the Tiger and King. They, listen, and... those filmmakers and Rick Kirkman, the guy who's in the documentary, he's got a lot of the footage. First of all, the amount of footage that exists is incredible. Yeah. That's yeah. what that's what yeah. allows you to make an incredibly compelling documentary. But the way they construct and layer this documentary and make it episodic is so genius. Oh, what man. is a snow leopard doing in the back of someone's truck? Right. It's a great question. And it wants it makes you want to watch the next 10 minutes and, and then so on. And, yeah, and it builds and, so and it builds and builds. Classic like binge watching oh, yeah. for me. Like, you know, so, so yeah. I mean it's, credit to the, the content, but also credit to how they put it together. Yeah. Eric no, Good absolutely. And, and it flows very well. And it's just it feels like there is so much more to where you could maybe do like not so much a second season, but there's just so much info out there revolving around this story. But really it is just like 
it and is it's tiger people. It what is wrong with them? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because and just, they're all crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they they are all crazy. Because you've got Who Joe knew Exotic. tigers could get you laid. I did not know that. <laughs> I wish oh, I knew that in high school. So, I'm yeah. gonna put that down in my note card. Right? I knew that. Don't forget, <laughs> tigers get you laid. So um, you've got Joe Exotic, right? You got Doc Antle. You got Carabaskin, and those are the main key players, I guess, in this Tiger Zoo empire. You know, I don't really know how else to explain it oh, because you've the, got the Joe crazy Exotic, exotic animal trade, who or Joseph Allen Milando Passage is just this. His first name was like Shrivogel or something. Yeah, like that. it was really his last name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, currently it's the the very whatever, long man. one, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Joe, Joe Exotic. exotic. Is good, yeah. yeah, so <laughs> he's just he's an enigma. You know, he's this extremely hick person who also is extremely gay, polygamous, and he's also an eccentric ties. You know, Tiger Zoo owner too. And it's just there's Guy's so my many hero. questions, yeah. <laughs> and then you've got Doc Antle, who's basically oh, a cult favorite. leader, yeah. Um, that... Agavon Antle, hey, yeah, cult Tyler, leader. Bagavon, yeah. yeah. Tyler, they can leave anytime they want. Yeah, right. They, they can leave saying. anytime they want. Sure, they <laughs> so, can. For ten dollars a week, you can uh, pet the tigers, but you know you're gonna have to, uh, gonna have to oh, do a little you extra, know, at least sixty hours worth of work. So, but it's just it's definitely a cult. He lures young women in with these tiger cubs, and I, then I he's think... a doctor of the mystical sciences. Oh, forget it. It's utter nonsense. Yeah. Total, that fucking See, guy should be in jail. But the, the genius of this is like, I, I wonder, like, and we'll get to it in questions and we, you know, we'll bounce around, I'm sure. But that woman who says, like, they're doing yoga and taking care of tigers, I thought they were calling me. Like, it was like, it, when I saw that, I was like, this place is for me. Like, really? Who gets on their computer and is like, this place is about yoga and taking care of tigers? Nick, I'm going to move away from my family at 18 years old. And Nick, just, and you say that in, I don't That's know so people. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, find, like, this makes me want to root for the virus, this documentary. It's really hard on humanity, you know? Oh, there, there are people that are exist out there that they're looking for this inclusion yeah, People to who are looking are always interesting marks, or easy marks, right? <laughs> yes, but yes. But this is just... But that's what he's Another going level, for. Man. That's what I he's know. going for. I get, I get but it, yeah. her, her testimony. Great tiger outfits. I mean, a lot of leopard print yeah. yoga pants. So All awesome. leopard print Her stuff, testimony yeah. is just bonkers and crazy. Just, and she went along with it for five for years. Her? That's yeah, the woman that's who was uh, five years. Yeah. That one woman who talks about, but yeah, when, who, who, but who eventually it. left. Yeah. yeah, but when she says that she doesn't even remember how she got breast implants, that what was most appealing to her was getting two weeks of rest. Yeah, that's right? insane. Insanity. Man. I know. Oh, I, man. It's, it's definitely Especially, a cult, as you said, because they're all making about. Uh, Carol Baskin, she just gets Carol volunteers. Baskin. So she, yeah, all <laughs> the of them. Carol Baskin. Okay. <laughs> when you it know. comes down to it, all of them are terrible. They're all so awful. Oh, yeah. I, I have it written here. Yeah. All three are, of them. Are, are any, is anybody redeeming on this thing? Absolutely anybody. not. Yeah, I, um, I know. I feel... Saf is Saf is pretty redeeming. Uh, I don't know <laughs> which one. Saf, the one that got her arm ripped off. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, maybe her. Maybe so it's just. It is where all three of them are basically cults because Carol Baskin, she doesn't pay them. They're just volunteers, but they're volunteers that are there for years. Yeah. You know, you've got the whole progression with the whole shirt code thing. Right. And they're just there, you know, 365 days a year. Right. Taking care of these animals. And then you've got Joe Exotic, who basically gets ex-convicts. And they're usually making about anywhere from drug $100. Addicts. I think you mean to say drug addicts. Yeah. Dr <laughs> but, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, a little column A, a little column yeah, B. But yeah. people that are down on their luck, essentially. <laughs> let, yeah. me, let me ask you this. No Can I just point turn. this yeah, out? Yeah. Um, why spend so much money? Is John Finley is the husband. Yeah. Why spend so much money on tattoos when you don't have teeth? 
maybe invest in a couple of teeth. <laughs> I have to say, you're just going to lose them anyway. The math is going to mess it up. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's right. Yeah. You get clean you off. Pull them out when you do the math. I don't know how it works, <laughs> but they all, they each have their own way of drawing people in, and they have like a specific group. And I They're all evil masterminds. I completely agree with Joe and and Doc Antle. Now watch what I say now. Okay, <laughs> that, wait a second. Wait a second. Dot that, dot dot. What's that, happening that now? I I feel like Carol Baskin. Carol has, Baskin. Yeah, that she has tricked all these people to think that she's not doing the same thing. Yes. Yeah. She's doing so, exactly okay, but here's the same, same thing. thing. Would you she say is. Carol Baskin, Joe Exotic, uh, Doc Antle, are they like geniuses? Are they geniuses? Yeah. Like, are they great masterminds? I don't think so. Okay, so then, I mean, like, nah. okay, so no, on that idea, they're good what at are we supposed to people. think about? That's about it, I what think. What are we supposed to think about the people who follow them? So, that show up and actually pick yeah, up the actually tiger do poop, this. So, you know, it's crazy. That feed the tigers the expired Walmart I'm meat. not. I mean, what are what's happening here? I'm you know? not, not expired. They're uh, uh, almost expired. Yeah, no, no, they weren't almost expired. <laughs> they're returned. They're returned. Yeah, they're returned. Yeah, and you can't go back into the freezer. By the way, serving returned Walmart meat on my pizza, unacceptable. But, okay, so I'm not about uh, victim shaming or anything like that. No, I'm oh. not trying to do that, but I'm saying, like, what does it say about our society? You know, like, what does it say about humanity? It's Just crazy. Some people it, choose to kind of go that way. They choose when, to care yeah, those it's scary. When, it's actually legitimately frightening. When it comes to it, us as human beings, we're pack animals. We're looking sheep. for <laughs> yeah. usually dispersed if you kill the sheep. We're looking for we're looking for a group to belong in, and and I don't feel like I'm like that. Well, <laughs> Nick, well then maybe you're pet different this tiger from everyone cub. else. See what's going on. Maybe, maybe <laughs> how much hundred bucks a week? Get in my van and pet my maybe tiger Nick, cub. Nick, Nick, maybe you should have your own cult. <laughs> you know what? I am wearing affliction yeah. clothes. If you're gonna do a cult, you gotta be oh, the leader. Oh man, yeah. just yeah. like Chef pyramid scheme. Right. I would yeah. be the leader. You're if right. you're gonna do a pyramid scheme, you gotta be on top of the pyramid. Everybody knows. All right. Keep keep us on track. All right. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. When I was watching this, and it's crazy because Joe is obviously the most eccentric out of all of them. That's saying something because you got Doc Ansel and then you got Carol Baskin. (laughs) But watching this, Joe actually seems not the worst compared to all three of them. He He, seems. Producer Ryan brought it up uh, off pod that he felt bad for Joe. I felt bad for Joe too. Yeah. I did not. I I did not feel bad for him. I felt that Joe was the better version of of your Doc Antles and your Carol Baskins. <laughs> which Maybe when his studio where he recorded I Saw a Tiger Burnt Down, yeah. I felt a little bad, but other than that, no. No, I didn't feel I didn't feel so much as like bad for him when that happened because it's just obviously <laughs> He still had a motive also. Yeah, obviously <laughs> he did, yeah. He did it somebody himself. burnt down, you know, <laughs> yeah. that footage, right? Quote unquote. And so, but it really is just like Carol Baskin, right? She's just getting volunteers and because I rewatched I think the first two episodes and she gets about twenty five, thirty five thousand dollars every week from yeah. Facebook because of charity and, and PETA supports I, them but they're an, but how they serve those animals they're in tighter cages they're yeah, doing the sure. same exact thing yeah, yeah. they're and, not and rescuing sh- them that's why I what said, they're not doing is breeding that would be the difference yeah, yeah. And, and it brings up an interesting question where and I wanted to get your guys perspective on it. It, it it's fascinating that they pointed out in a quick little cut on the documentary and it's very smart how they do it 4,000 tigers out in the wild 10,000 tigers floating around in America for God knows what reason. Right. In a way, their argument to say, look, we're keeping the species from going extinct is sort of sound, right? It, at least the numbers yeah. back it up. Yeah, and we right? just happen to profit. You yeah. know, out so of we're all, selling all a them, tiger so. to Mike Tyson for four grand. What's yeah. the big deal? You know, it's <laughs> another tiger in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, when it comes down to it, made. they're all exploiting these tigers, yes. keeping them alive and stuff, but they're not providing them with the necessities that they need to live a nice life. Yeah. Granted, at, out in the 
wild. They have to hunt for their own food and stuff like that. And it's not always guaranteed with these guys. At least they feed them every day, even though it's Walmart meat or whatever. Yeah, they fed them other stuff too because they fed them cow. They Donald's? fed them yeah, all. Yeah. And it's just the Walmart beef was just something extra. Carol Baskin's yeah. former husbands. What are, what are yeah, all, all of the Don Lewis's. But with Joe. Other Tigers. You know, and that was one of the episodes, just, right? Joe is definitely like the main attraction, I think. I mean, Doc is pretty crazy. He really is. And so it's just. I can't imagine what I would think is, if I went to the zoo. There is I want to ask Shaq what, what his thoughts were. Oh his initial react, his Tyler initial reaction. Joe, <laughs> Joe Exotics was fine. He's just yeah, fine. I think Shaq has come out. A lot of people have come out and said like, yeah, no, we're not friends. Like Joe and I were not friends. Yeah, Shaq has come out and said that. But you have it where, because. Joe is, he talks a little bit about, or he talks a lot about his sexuality, right? You know, it's one of the key, like, drawing in points. And then you kind of meet his husbands, right? You meet his husband, Travis, and then you meet his husband, John. The, the Travis are, character was sympathetic. Yeah, for sure, yeah. I mean, like, even with both of them, like, it's do, just... Do you think, a spoiler on that side, do you think he shot himself, or was it like a... I think it's like a mix of drugs and suicide. Uh, yeah, because... Just like a mess. How yeah. they were talking about with Travis, because Travis accidentally shoots himself, and was it an how, accident? I don't think it was so, an accident, man. Well, I yeah, think it might because, have been uh, he, or a mix the campaign, of sorts. The campaign manager, uh, I right forget there. his name, but they, they have footage, which yeah, is they shocking. Have footage, and it's just the campaign manager. He's saying that this guy, uh, Travis, he would pull guns on them all the time. Yeah, and that but that he, instant, he wasn't talking about that instant. That was a time when he was asleep, and then he pulled out the gun, and it was a Ruger. And it's like, oh, it doesn't have a clip on it. It, it doesn't fire. Yeah, that was when they were in that trailer. That's yeah, but again, when, uh, you got to consider the culture they're living in. Yeah, you know? so just guns Travis, are part yeah, of the deal. They, they said that he was known for pulling guns, like just yeah. playing with them, basically. And of course, he has that meth problem, and drugs and guns typically don't mix very well, like yeah. at all. But apparently, like when he's taught, when the campaign manager is talking, he's saying that the, he had pulled the gun on him at that point, and he, the campaign manager is saying, "Don't pull a gun on me." And he's like, "Oh, it's just a Ruger. The clip's out. It's not going to fire at the clip." So you watch, and he puts it to his head, and then he fires. I, I think that I think that story was another time. I don't think it was. Oh, that. it wasn't I, at that point. I don't think oh, okay. it was at that point because he woke him up at that moment. Oh, that's what okay. I remember he, him saying. I could be wrong, but someone at us if we're wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think it was. Uh, he felt trapped. Yeah. The idea he was pissed off about things like the main he's thing. sleeping with the ladies that work at the zoo. Which yeah, is that was both also. of them. Yeah, both I, both I love that them. line. Finally. We didn't cover the line. He's like predatory gay, where he's like, "What? What do you watch on porn? Like, oh, you're not that straight, you know? Like, yeah, come be my next husband. You know, it's just very odd, you know. But just another layer of oddness. That seed in yeah. there, like. <laughs> but in that moment, he was talking about how depressed and how uh, caged in he was right. feeling. He wasn't allowed yeah. to leave. Yeah, the he park. wasn't allowed but to again, leave. But again, that, that's a piece where maybe the film uh, again documentaries can sort of influence you and sway you one way or the other i'm yeah. not sure we entirely know what and happened yeah yeah also that's true. too that's it's true. just there's so much going on with this whole story it's just there's not enough time to explore right. every single route but they did try to do that in the documentary like for example with don lewis and other stuff they tried to get answers but they all got to a certain endpoint where they just couldn't get any answers anymore. So they don't know what happened to Don Lewis. So that's why they stopped that that storyline thread after like, like, like episode know. three. Yeah, we might we have some pretty strong <laughs> opinions with it. But yeah, it's definitely a crazy, especially when Travis you know shoots himself and you see it on video. The campaign manager's reaction. It's yeah, and it's yeah. just Joshua man. Dial, see, and that's that's why it's crazy. I that's why I think it was intentional yeah because he went I underneath be surprised yeah he yeah. went underneath the camera and then shot himself yeah i wouldn't be but surprised. you know we don't know we really don't yeah but that is that is a story i actually remember hearing too so i remember hearing about this guy killing himself because he thought the clip was out 
And then he ended up, you know, shooting himself in the head. So it's just, and especially even with John, because both of them are straight, but they're married to John. Oh, yeah. They're, to they're, they're both definitely yeah. straight. And but he the gave, meth addicts. Yeah, he them gave them homes. what he could offer them. And that made them feel that no one else can offer that to them. Yeah. Meth and tigers. It's, uh, <laughs> we, we once covered on the, the pod. <laughs> we once covered on the pod um, Abducted in Plain Sight, just very briefly, which right. was another documentary that bought a, a, a family that's sort of, a con, you know, influenced by a con man and i think that all these documentaries that cover this stuff we talked about the michael jackson one too which is also right amazing uh from hbo leaving neverland right leaving neverland, leaving neverland i think yeah. it's fascinating that these documentaries shed light on the process of manipulation and i think joe was manipulating to a certain extent yeah, yeah. and i think just getting that information out there for folks victims or potential victims down the road to see that process of how they manipulate is important. It's always you know, drugs, man. It's drugs important. and tiger yeah. cubs. I've got yeah. something for you. It's transactional. You know, so. I can't yeah. pay you, but I've got a little bit of crack. You need something to believe in. Come believe in Doc so. Antel. You, know, you need meth? I got meth for you. I am Dr. Bavagon Antel. <laughs> you want to feel like you're saving tigers? That's Carol Baskin. You know? um, They're offering something. It's transactional. So let's talk about Don Lewis because there oh, is just, God. there is so much mystery to this guy, oh, right? Yeah. You get him in episode oh, yeah. three and they kind of talk about, well, Don, anything he touched turned into money. And I mean, I don't know about you guys, but me, I'm just like, this guy was into illegal stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. he had to be. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. And just like how they talked about how he never got cops involved. They were all kind of beating around Sketchy. the bush. You he know, looked as far pretty as, square, like all yeah. things considered, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, they, exactly. You know, you're Walter White's, I guess. Exactly. Gets it. Yeah. yeah. So it's just there's so much mystery behind it because he does disappear. What's your favorite Don Lewis theory? I'll name mine that I just <laughs> I, made up. Okay, go ahead. And What's so, yours? Joe Exotic is Don Lewis. <laughs> Don Lewis Great got costume. Paid, yeah. Unbelievable he, costume. He told, yeah, he told his maintenance worker, if I can pull this off, it'll be, <laughs> it'll be, <laughs> the it'll be amazing. thing that I've ever done. <laughs> I'm going to be per impersonating I, uh, <laughs> homosexual, very hit guy from Oklahoma. <laughs> I, uh, I, think, I think Don Lewis is uh, money laundering in the Ozarks right now. Yeah. That's what I think <laughs> so they, they talk about they're not you get kind of different numbers as far as like how much he's worth they said uh on yeah. the internet it says that carol kind of inherited million. five to four seven to million. ten million yeah no yeah. way there's well i mean like couple million. when, when, yeah, I, couple when million. I read it it's like a couple million it's like there's yeah. no way it was just like it had to be more than that because not to mention the cash the that's buried yeah, under yeah, the ground yeah, yeah. Whatever else. But, but i think like what carol's manipulation of the tertiary family his former family that is a fascinating insight a to her too. like psychopathic you know her sociopathic tendencies yeah. she she just manipulates that situation too that's just ridiculous. so she can keep the money yeah. which is crazy you know yeah and then the howard baskin guy you know with oh, the leash and the tiger guy. costume oh, man. Like, yeah that oh guy is God. I mean, that guy is such a cuck man wet, that is like, wet, wet noodle man come oh, on man. Man. That first guy. time we use that word. First time, there. have some dignity I think the first time i've ever used that word in a sentence but as soon as i it's a lot of first on this episode as soon as i, I saw it. howard in that leash i'm like that guy See, is a cuck i don't I know just, what is i just think that they need to dig up that septic tank if they dig up that septic tank they'll find his body you're gonna find it so okay Crazy thing, though, at the end of the documentary and during this part when they're talking about Carol Baskin and Don Carol Baskin. Baskin. So they show old footage of Carol Baskin and they show old footage. Pretty of lady, Joe. pretty young lady. But it's crazy that she was into breeding. She, yeah. Like, yes. Don yeah, was that was the one an that, important part. And they don't show it right away. It's like episode five. Yeah. Or yeah. But sure, she but... was talking about there's some animal activists that think that uh, having big cats is bad. But no, these cats are happy and all that. And she's dressing them up and all yeah. that. And 
it's just counter to what she stands for now. And then they showed the old footage of Joe after he's like convicted. Oh, at the very it, end, right? Yeah, at yeah. the very end. And he's talking about how these cats yes. shouldn't be bred and stuff like that. We need to make sure they keep them safe uh-huh. and all that. It's just so mind-blowing. It's, it's, how uh, it's indicative yes, of how is. their motivations change based on what they have. Money, you know? baby. Yeah, yeah, it's all about the money, bills. baby. It's yeah. really narcissism. They're all narcissists. Yeah. And that's just, you know, obviously it's and timely in America it's right a, now. It's so. a great way to wrap up that documentary, too. Yeah, Because yeah. You, you see that old footage of Joe, and you're just like, at one point in time, it seemed like he really did care about these animals. And I still and I still think that he cared about I, them. Yeah. But money got in you, the way. Yeah, Drugs got did. in the way. And so ever Sex with know. other yeah. men. Sex with other men. The thing is, like, once you... So this idea that you breed tiger cubs because the tiger cubs are small enough where people can actually play with them, take pictures with them, all that stuff that generates the revenue, right? But then when you have too many of them and they get big, you can't afford to feed them. So now you're definitely killing them. Yeah. Antel's killing them. Exotic's killing them. Carol Baskin's probably killing them too. I don't know how you can keep all of them alive, you know? So it's it's just a weird thing. That's what Doc said. You but, can't keep them all. But you the flip side all. of this, again, yeah. is, or, uh, okay, if we don't uh, do it Stark at all. It, but apparently oh, Doc yeah, never Tim said Stark, it, but yeah. he's, Tim Stark had said oh, that Tim Doc Stark. had said oh, which he okay. probably did. Yeah. He never yeah. said it on the documentary, but, you know, for good reason. It, they so. have Well, they have, like, the one area where it looks like they had the bodies of tigers or something like that. Yeah. And his his compound got raided, but it was raided fairly recently, I think, and I'm not sure what came out of that. Yeah, so, so. after, of course, his documentary came it's out, against a lot the law of, to uh, kill a tiger, let's not yeah. forget, endangered species. A, a lot of them, a lot of these, like, key players, I don't think Kara Baskin, Baskin has, like, gone done any interviews, but, like, uh, jo- Joe's new husband, Dylan Passage, he did an interview, I think, with like a couple of uh, like a couple of like ET. What's that? Entertainment Tonight. Entertainment yeah. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, they did one of those. Um, Doc had gone done an interview too, and he had said Carol that we were also... raided. We basically he explained. Doc had explained the situation where he's like, "No, we weren't raided. What had happened was that we had taken some tigers because somebody had bought them as cubs and they just couldn't afford to feed them. They're like, absolutely, we'll take them in." And I guess there was they were trying to figure out the proof if they got these cubs from the specific I don't person. Anything Doc and so yes. they came in yeah, and they got all. the they came in with geneticists to match it. But it just it anybody all who comes so into crazy. the scene yeah. riding an elephant, not trust me. <laughs> so Doc is very eloquent. He he's uh, he's okay. he's pretty good with words. Oh, he's the guru of his. <laughs> yeah, cult, he's so. yeah, he yeah, has yeah, to you be. Kind of have to be. Yeah. And um, Shaktiva was yeah. it penis or something? Shaktiva yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Joe is very careful. Charismatic, you know, when he was running for government, uh, go- the government, hey, governor, president, yeah. then yeah. governor, yeah, president, yeah. And governor. The way he was just interacting with normal everyday people, oh, it's God. not as crazy as you see him on the yeah uh, on the internet. He had the condoms where uh, that was yeah, pretty fascinating. Yeah. But the people bought into it because yeah. he was a well libertarian. He, was a he has that yeah. libertarian like I live my life how I live my life, and that's America, you know. That's so I was I was somewhat fascinated by the Joshua Dial character. I watched a documentary. Yeah, man, that's. Guy. Crazy too. He's like, I work at Walmart, but my dream job was campaign oh, manager. Yeah. Of course, I have to take it. Like, wait a minute, that's a pretty big leap for dream job. Like, <laughs> I, uh, it's just so well, mind boggling. I guess, uh, but, <laughs> but the sheer fact that he stayed with him for so yeah, long—that's what I don't understand. Years, and, and then he says, a and then comment. still says he's libertarian yeah. at the end, and he's like, people should be able to do what <laughs> they want. Go, fuck yeah. the feds, yeah, right. but also <laughs> exactly like, what I don't want to be happening here. dealing with the feds, and they're all but, turning on each other. It's just the layers. But there was there was one comment that he said that made me think was he in a relationship with Joe as well? Oh, because him? Why really? Did, yeah. Why I didn't did, get that impression, but... No, it, uh, it was... Yeah, I don't know. It, it was because... It was after the death of Travis. Yeah. 
And he was talking about how Joe was not like, you know, he wasn't acting the same way and he was just so sad. And he's like, I couldn't leave him. I couldn't leave him. I was yeah. like, what? Like, why? I, like, I don't know. I, it I, sounds it, like maybe he was just like, a nice person and it's just, true, true. you know. No, again, it's transactional. He yeah. gets to be a campaign manager. He gets his name out there. Maybe he thinks he gets another job out of it. So I don't know what exactly. I don't blame all, him for all taking All of this it, is very so, yeah. transactional yeah. because the reason you know they don't really like each other is because they all turn on each other at the end. But I did want to bring up one point before we move on too far on the Travis thing. Joe gets ex- uh, Joe gets remarried, what, 60 days after or something two like weeks. that? Two, we- oh my two God, weeks. Oh, my God. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Was it two weeks? I thought Devastated. it was two months. Uh, it was either two weeks or two months. We'll, e- we'll either way, it's awful. Right? Yeah. And, it's it's and, still way too soon. Oh. And again, at the wedding, he sings a super narcissist song, but also the mother of Travis is at the wedding. It's in such a malicious yeah. way. And when, again, the mother of Travis may be an addict. Maybe Joe's feeding her or whatever that case may be or enabling. But I find I found that to be the most stomach turning. That was. Thing. It that was, was awful to watch. The most like I, I definitely don't think. That was one point where I'm just like, why would you do that? You oh, know, yeah. because it's the yeah. people brutal. Just and you're brutal. turning it into a reality you gotta TV go home, show. Lady. You got to just talking about rubbing his balls in his oh, face. God, you know what I mean? Him. It's just it's all like just at that point. It's just like you're at a funeral and it gets turned into a show, you know, and the mother's there. And it's just like, man, again, that, that kind of stuff just made me root for the virus. You know, it's just like humanity. If this no, is you root for the tigers like, that they yeah. break <laughs> out, you know, and just kind of eat everyone there, you know. Yeah, But I want to make sure we didn't gloss over that because that might have been like lowest point. So we've got it where we had the reality show that was filming right and so we had where the reality show was filming who's the guy rick Rick kirkman and he's pretty legit he was a legit producer i don't know exactly how he got involved with this and how he got funded so much but you know he thought he i mean he's not wrong he thought he had something here he definitely did did, yeah he did so and that was definitely the thing because he's talking about you know as far as he had the rights to joe exotics like the the reality show that they were filming it was a pretty aggressive contract yeah and also you know joe exotic online tv show yeah so it is just kind of like there was so much stuff here there he had put five years worth of effort into living on the actual park and then everything goes up in flames um, I had heard he something. He looks like Ranger Rick. Yeah. What a weird look that guy I, had too. I had heard something where my girlfriend actually pointed out that the lawyer hinted to trash to burn the things down because I guess in that, com- in that conversation when they record Joe talking to the lawyer, they're just kind of like the lawyer's talking about they don't have recordings, they don't have backups on anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And he just keeps on saying, yeah. do you understand, you understand what, what I'm what saying? saying yeah. And it's just, it really is where this guy owns your stuff now. He owns five Cer- years of your most precious, or not even your most precious, your most revealing moments. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You, you should have just torched that part and maybe not killed the alligators. That was definitely yeah. not yeah, very exactly. cool at all. But it's just, man, I would... I don't know what was in there. I'm so curious to know God what was on knows. film there. Certainly, yeah, Kirkman must have didn't been, destroy his own footage. Yeah, that's nonsense. It must have been him killing a tiger. It must have been. Could have been. You know, yeah. it there there should have been something on there because they do film it as far as like they're in, in the beginning. It starts where it's like they're actually establishment. They have things put into place. You know, they have the weapons that they carry. But then it just gets get deeper. It's Kirk, like I don't carry the weapon for the Kirkman, tigers. You know, it's not. It it's not just Kirkman, and, but also other players involved started to say, and I thought they pointed it out enough times where it kind of changes the way you feel about Joe. That once the fame is there, things started to shift quite a bit. Yeah, and I, I am the that, Tiger King. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like obviously we see it because the footage is just so incredible. But let's let's talk about this guy before we kind of go a little too overboard. Uh, Jeff Lowe. Oh, oh man. man. What? 
not a douchebag. If you're out of toilet paper, yeah. use Jeff Lowe. Real quick, that's the lowest. Real quick, lowest it, of the low. It was two months. It was two. Oh, months. it was two months. Okay. Oh, that's, okay. that's still yeah. pretty. Uh, yeah. So awful. Just yeah, awful. That's still way too light short. I think you know uh, maybe I heard that they had met two weeks afterwards, and then yeah, it was two it months. Yeah, something, something like around that, yeah. there. But man, this Jeff Lowe guy. What a what a douche. Somebody told me, and I and I defer to their judgment that if anybody who wears affliction clothes, automatic d bag. Don't even bother. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Bandana okay. with a hat on top. When when they show <laughs> on a on a tighter farm, why. no less. It's just like, why, what you the know? Fuck? When when they show him and his wife and they're like, oh, she's a special lady. Yeah, and she's yeah. um <laughs> she's talking about her pregnancy, and then they talk about the nanny, and oh, then he gets to God. choose the nanny. Oh my God, oh, what a G bag! So <laughs> well, they who were, are these people? They were they were. What is it with tiger people? Because you had Doc who had the five wives, Joe who's got multiple who had multiple husbands, and then he had got like a James. Jeff Bond Hello. villain army of tiger leopard printed yoga pant yeah. dressed uh, villains like henchmen basically. <laughs> and he, he, he renamed all just, of them also. Yeah, yeah. He changed oh their names. I mean, what is happening here? So Jeff Lowe, because he, he was into keeping the exotic animals too as well. And then him and his wife, they would, I guess, take in third partners too as well. So like Jeff Lowe would have multiple Jeff Lowe like, has had more partners than uh, and, Doc Antel. So. And so uh, the Malachi who did our second or second Shouts. or third episode, yeah, Jeepers Creepers, apparently uh, knows a girl who is friends with his girlfriend who uh, apparently lived in Vegas. No, uh, <laughs> lived lived some had lived with Jeff Lowe and his oh, and his wow. girlfriend for some time or his wife really? for some time. So how and do we so, get invited to these parties? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm good. I'm, good. <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. I, 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 somebody is there meth there? I'm just asking for I'm asking for my friend. <laughs> Jesus man. If this documentary has showed me anything, these people know how to party. <laughs> it's like, uh, Ryan, of course there's gonna be drugs there. There's tigers. You can't have tigers yeah, right? without drugs. It's one of the I love that his his genius uh, his genius business idea was having a limo with tiger cubs in it driving up and down the strip. Like, how is this going to change the world, right? He he didn't even have a business license. He was just doing it. I I already know that's a bad idea. You just you pitched that to me. I was like, that sounds terrible. Especially if you're trapped on the strip too, and that thing gets out. Tiger just gets out, just runs off. But it probably did. For all we know, they're out there. Man, but you know, it was really great though with that very last episode, and they just they they edit it so well where you just get a real good They're, impression of how Jeff Lowe is, just how oh, much of a douchebag he is. Yeah, he's, man. He screws yeah. over Tim Stark. Yep. And this is kind of what I ask you guys. Tim, Stark, Tim Stark's another one. They don't even cover all the people. It's like everybody so involved much. with Tiger yeah. so is a much. crazy fucker. Tim Stark's crazy and you can't, you don't get any time with him. Yeah. yeah. These guys are nuts. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So, and then you've got it where the murder for hire, right? This is the final kind of piece yeah. that wraps oh, everything my up. Goodness. Now, uh, do you think Jeff set up Joe? I think Jeff said it. Yeah, Joe. man. I think I Joe was game. Yeah. And listen, whether he's an idiot or not, uh, Joe agreed and paid the money. So he should well, be in we jail. Well, here's the thing. You don't have any. The only proof you have, you don't know exactly. You he just have it. Hours and hours on YouTube videos, interviews, yeah. saying he wanted to kill them. But lady. he also he also did that for years. And basically, he even talked about yeah, where he had him every- and Carol did it. And they would get more and more views. You know, it would just spark this thing on social media and it would give them more attention toward their zoos. And I so, know, man. but three thousand dollars to kill a lady in Florida, and then five thousand dollars for a tiger, uh, Tyler. I mean, that's pretty. Sh- Two thousand, whatever, 2, man. It's yeah, all fucking 2, crazy, man. Uh, what difference do the numbers make? <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh my god. 
you guys would be surprised how cheap it is to get a hitman. All right, uh, all right. Yeah. settle down, guys. Especially when they're boy. FBI agents. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll take any they're, amount. Yeah, yeah, you go on Craigslist, <laughs> and I'm pretty certain that you can so find someone this else. Is, this is the thing because. Jeff Lowe had even talked in that last episode. He's like, did I set him up? He's like, what is setting somebody up? No, you know, he oh, just yeah, like, he, he instigated certain points. And, and let's he not forget James to... Garretson. So, it's a, it's a fascinating, he's the other business uh-huh. partner. I, I want to give shouts to Eric Good, who, you know, some of the filmmaking here was genius. The shot of Garretson on the jet ski. Oh, it's just, yes, it's yes, incredible. Yes. It's oh, a highlight man. of the whole that documentary. Guy, <laughs> that guy is something else. But oh my goodness. These guys are cutting deals, turning on each other. And they, at least the smarter ones, and, you know, whatever that, you know whatever that's worth, because cut better deals. When they introduce them, they just say businessman. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> businessman. There's not businessman. a ton out there with That's them. all it is. They're basically just all con like you know, yeah. 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 lines of money. But you have it where you talk about Jeff Lowe, you know, they had even mentioned where Jeff Lowe had tried to get uh, Joe to put like a $10 deposit down for this hitman for hire for their guy. Yeah. Alan Hassett. Yeah. It's so just they like something written. Or it's whatever, like, yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, $10, a $10 down payment. And then you, you don't know. And this is the thing. I don't, maybe there is some proof, but you don't know that that money was actually transactioned over. It's just, you have it where this Alan Patches guy who's saying, no, he paid me $3,000 to go to Florida. I just, I guess I but, didn't end up there. But And then, you know, you have it where there is no proof. It's just all over verbal where they say, no, he gave and, it and to again, me. And again, you yeah. got to always keep in mind that these documentaries are presenting a story, number one, and they don't have all the facts either. And I don't yeah. think any of these guys are worthwhile or trustworthy with the truth uh, in terms of what they're saying. But I do think that there was a level of these guys setting him up and Jeff Lowe definitely wanted Joe Exotic out of the way so he could take over the zoo and the business. Did yeah. the same thing that Tim Stark, which they kind of gloss over. Uh, down the road when they're building that other zoo. So, yeah, I also think that Joe should be accountable for his poor judgment and wanted Carol Baskins killed. I tend to believe that. So, yeah, they're all just terrible. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's but... not that Joe, where we feel bad that Joe's in jail, or at least me personally, it's that he's the only one who went to jail. Yeah. Yeah. I that's think the that's problem. It, it, it does feel they all should be and, in jail. And we talked about this before that. I felt I was so pissed off that all these people are like, talking bad about Joe and saying he got what he deserved, like Bo- the Garrettson guy, yeah, uh, Jeff Lowe, all of them. But they deserve to be in prison also. Oh, God, they're yeah. doing like you know as bad, if not worse, things that Joe is doing. Yeah, they're all just as responsible. They're all just as guilty as Joe. And honestly, yeah, I think all of them should be Carol Baskin. You know, obviously she's Carol exploiting Baskin. that. Uh, Carol Baskin, and so, <laughs> obviously she's exploiting that. She's getting tons of money, and she's supported by. PETA too as well so PETA supports her for whatever reason and then you've got the whole shots thing of going her just Doc's riding zoo. around on her bike with her hey all you cool cats oh, and kittens oh my god that's <laughs> she's frightening good. she might be the most frightening yeah. of all of them and, and you got it where Jeff Lowe looked up the bike path you know the bike oh, path yeah man um, they did talk you know the only people I kind of feel at least some sympathy for is definitely like the workers at that zoo yeah. because it does seem like they really love those animals they loved working with their on Joe's zoo it seemed like we talked about John John Rinky, Eric Cowie, the manager and the yeah. head keepers, those guys, like again, this is a fascinating again. The filmmaking always shouts to that when you look at these documentaries. He the guy's got no legs, Rinky, right? Yeah. yeah. And they don't even talk about it for a while. You see him with no legs, you think you're gonna see at some point a tiger eating his legs, and it turns out I just had like a motorcross accident. Like oh, <laughs> it's line. fascinating yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah, zip line. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, and it's so weird because it's zip line and there's just a commitment to it because even with the woman who got her arm bit off, they reattached it and there's like it's gonna be two years reconstructive surgery. And and therapy took it off. And she's like, just take it off. Yeah. And then yeah, same man. thing with the guy with no legs, you know, where he's just like, 
he did the zipline accident and i guess he was just walking on bone when he was at the park and he because he was walking so much they had to just take his legs do do you think you know again i don't know in the final analysis there are a lot of uh like sort of things that you could take out of the ending here but my thought is look libertarian or not do we think that these guys should be able to own tigers just randomly on lots of land all over the united states no i don't think so i don't think so So, i've never petted a tiger cub maybe you feel different after you pet them i guess even if it means tigers go extinct how about that oh no they should definitely work on preserving tigers but i don't think people should just okay so carol baskins because she's supported by PETA, should be allowed to continue and the rest of them no no no. i think (laughs) all three of them should get shut down and then maybe (laughs) it's pretty muddy right the whole thing's pretty muddy yeah because well what is that dial the the guy at the end he was talking about we're putting all this money into prosecuting these people that own tigers and stuff when what we should be doing is shutting those people down and taking that money and and, using it for wildlife conservation conservation. logical yeah yeah. I mean, from a crazy person, but logic. I don't. I definitely, I definitely don't think that they should be able to own these, especially privately, because that's just a ticking time bomb, like they talk about. Because once those things escape, and it's, it's just why do you a, eat five or seven tigers. I just want to make mean? sure like, we why? get. I want to make sure we get the point out that like the documentary does a good job showing that all these fuckers are crazy. Oh, all yeah, of them. yeah. So now you have people in charge of tigers, you know, not too far from neighborhoods, communities that are nuts. One day they wake up, Joe just lets all the tigers out. Like yeah. that's the that's the downside. And even that's just pretty when he bad, makes the you know? uh, the Waco reference too. Yeah. We'll have a small Waco. It's like exactly Christ, how many okay. guns do you have there, man? All right. <laughs> I wanted more of the police about, guy. We're yeah. talking about two different things oh right now. <laughs> yeah, we we are, but yeah. oh man. It's it's definitely where I think all three of those people, because Doc is obviously crazy. Carol Baskin's crazy. She probably killed her husband or Jeff or not allegedly. Jeff Lowe. Yeah. Um, all of this is allegedly. Oh. Don Don Lewis, he was definitely up to some illegal stuff. You know, he for sure was. So it wouldn't surprise me if he did get thrown out of an airplane, you know, over the Atlantic or wherever they were at (laughs) or just went to Puerto where, where was he Costa Puerto Rico, Rico. Costa, oh, Costa Rica, Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah, 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 I was in Puerto Rico. Yeah, so you know, he maybe is just in Costa Rica. What about Tiger King what about right the now, so. uh, Mark Thompson guy, the guy who he hired to kill uh, Carol Baskins allegedly? Oh, uh, Alan Passage. You mean is, or, it, uh, is it Alan was, Passage? Yeah, I think no, it was Dylan Alan Passage. Passage or uh, uh, no, the security guard is Mark. I thought, uh, but I'm not totally sure. Alan Whoever Passage. he was, the guy who ended up cutting a deal, saying that Joe sent me to yeah, Florida that to was, kill uh, Carol. That was and he Alan ends up in South Carolina. I was. Passage is the last. Oh, sorry, Alan. Alan something. I yeah, yeah, no, it, it's Alan something. It's Passage Alan is, something. The, is the, the he's last the, name. He's of the con and... man that Jeff Lowe brought on board. Yeah, okay. apparently, yeah, that's apparently, right. that's and right. it was sorry. the it, other and security guard. And it's confirmed yeah. that both uh, Jeff Lowe and his guy Alan recorded everything to help increase. Alan Glover Joe is his name. Alan yeah. Glover, yeah. that's Glover. what it is. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. So, oh man, yeah. So. And they admitted that they recorded everything that was going on with Joe. And then you had this embezzlement thing kind of going on. But you don't know what to believe because it really is just like, what is Jeff Lowe? How is that to? guy not in jail? How yeah. is he not? I mean, they, among all you know, of them, he, he should so, definitely be in jail. And he's, uh, so he was the hired hitman. Yeah. And the sheer fact that they talked about it, he doesn't get parole. He doesn't get do any time nothing. at all. It is completely He's got straight. a rap sheet already. He, yeah. <laughs> he, he's already got a rap sheet. He he went to Florida or whatever. He took the money um, intending to do this prior to his deal. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And he gets nothing. Joe had said that he was instructed by Jeff Lowe to give him $3,000, which was given from the charity fundraising event 
that he was just instructed from Jeff Lowe to give Allen the three thousand dollars. Yeah, to move. To move. Yeah. yeah. That's that's really yeah. So and that it is just that's written too. So that yeah. is in that text message too. So oh, yeah. I mean the guy talked about the one with no legs. He talked about where he had called the feds Ricky. up yeah. Ricky and he's just like what about this? What about that? Because a lot of these workers, because they're on there for years, they've witnessed so much stuff that's happened. They're just like, what about these people who did, you know, such and such? And then, like, apparently the Fed said it's not over yet. And so I guess they're still trying to maybe pass, you know, get Jeff Lowe or something, which I shouldn't be too it's hard. Not over yet, man. Yeah. How could that guy, again, <laughs> oh, that guy man. must be cutting deals or maybe he's like an I mean, informant or something to thing, that effect. The thing with Tire King is just like, if you're a businessman and Jeff Lowe wants to team up with you, don't do it. Don't like, obviously, yeah. you're going to end up in jail or First broke all, or both. First of all, I'm not so. going to a zoo where a guy that like opens the gate of the zoo is wearing affliction head to toe. <laughs> like, why yeah. would I trust that guy? You know, it's right. so odd. Oh, man. But, but I do have this business proposal that I wanted to offer you. You, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you want to pet a tiger cub? It's it's a bus, a tiger cub. <laughs> I said I was in. You don't have to explain it to me. <laughs> two cubs, two strippers. Then why? One okay, bus. we'll uh, we'll uh, agree to this contract by doing some math. <laughs> no. pull how, my teeth. That's out. how I always do business, Ryan. That's you how we what? started this I'm podcast. Gonna, I'm gonna put the contract <laughs> as a tattoo on my chest, and then you guys can just. <laughs> you know, we we're here in Vegas too, so uh, yeah. yeah. I, I know. I, yeah, I, Vegas had a nice role here. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, closing it up, you know, from this from this last episode, at least with me, it does feel like Joe shows some remorse on that last episode, especially when he talks about when the he's chimpanzees. already in jail. Let's no, keep it in uh, mind. not at that point. So okay. when he talks about the chimpanzees, because when he finally moves his two chimpanzees and that was my impression, this is after he was done with the zoo, but not arrested yet is that, you know, he felt so bad because the chimpanzees were hugging each other yeah, yeah. because he had just kept them in two different cages. And I think that's the time, the time frame between I that think it was overlapped. a couple months. There, yeah. Yeah, it was a couple months yeah. from, from him hiding out to him yeah. actually I getting arrested. I think it overlaps yeah. where yeah, he I had agree, the chimpanzees yeah. in two separate but zoos there and are he took some, them and moved them. You know, again, the victims here uh, in the final analysis are definitely the animals. Yes. Yes. There are some beautiful shots where they get a zoom in of the an- the eyes of the animals. It's like when you look at your dog directly in the eyes, you're like, this guy has... And you're eating pizza or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you're eating expired Walmart meat pizza. And like you're like, they have emotion, they have feeling. Yeah. Like you're trying to give them a good life. And the stuff that they use to exploit them is what is really just... You know, it, it's in the it's and the worst thing that's happening. There is here. there is another. It's kind of a documentary, but not really. It was something they filmed in 2016, and it is around Joe Exotic's park. It's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. I think it's like an hour and a half. Of course, this is before he got arrested, and everything really blew up. But you know, watching part of that documentary or that opening scene from 2016, you know, they talk about how they have this thing going on at you know this Joe Exotic's you know uh, zoo. And how they were bringing in geneticists and everything and how they're trying to, you know, keep these the species going alive. Mm. And it's just like, yeah, I'm sure money gets all into it, but it's just money, fame, all of it. It really Do did. Do you think just, if, yeah, if he, if he hadn't got obsessed, people. if he hadn't got obsessed now, it's hard because she was attacking him. But if he hadn't got obsessed with Carol Baskins, would things have gone differently for him? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. I, I think so. And it's just it really it's the Tiger Zoo empire, because even though Doc and, you know, <laughs> it's a Joe when you say we're, it. <laughs> you know, we're friends and everything because you got Joe who's in Oklahoma. Um, you got Doc Van or Doc uh, Antle who's South in Carolina, South Carolina yeah. and then Carol's and in Florida. Florida yeah. yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it went crazy because even when Joe went to her zoo, he saw that the tigers were kept up in smaller cages and yeah. things. And he's just like, it, Where let me are ask you this question. And, if your neighbor just showed up with a tiger and like it was walking around the backyard caged up but in the backyard, what would you say? 
Oh, I'd probably call the police. Yeah, I'd call, I'd the, call police the police on that guy. I'd be like, no way, man. It's like, crazy. Where are all these tigers that are being bought for $2,000? Like, where the fuck are they're they They're in all? vans. They're in vans. They're in vans. Down by the river. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're all at Mike Tyson's place. <laughs> they're so. all Tyson's Oh, my gosh. But uh, is there anything that we missed? I think there's, there's a lot. Everything. No, yeah. no, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a lot, lot that we missed. You can only do so much. What I would say is I appreciate you guys watching it all. I know it's a, a seven episodes. Is that what it is? Yeah, seven, seven episodes. episodes. That's, a, that's a big haul for you guys. Easy watch, though. But worth you know, it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, I, I definitely enjoy myself, and it's just, man, tiger people. And don't do business with Jeff Lowe, you know? Yeah, oh, and Carol yeah. Baskin killed her husband. And yeah, <laughs> she definitely killed her husband. Okay, alleged, alleged, alleged. alleged we're good. Alleged. <laughs> we're Ezra good. Miller allegedly we're good. slammed that woman uh, or choked that we're lady. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> all of it allegedly. Oh, my gosh. But, all right, so let's move on. Let's see you guys got any final gonna thoughts. Are going to rate it? Yeah, let's, let's rate it. it. Yeah, let's rate it. The first documentary, we should rate it. Man, I don't know what to give this. Um, Seven, seven and a half, maybe? It's It definitely... You you definitely get the impression it's like no one run won from this. More people oh, should yeah. be in jail. Yeah. There are no winners. The animals yeah. lost more than Humani- even though, humanity loses. Yeah, even though there's more tigers, it's just like you know what's really living. You know, if you're just exactly. kind of starving yeah, yeah. and everything, and they can't even feed them. You mm-hmm. know, and so I guess I'd give it a good solid seven and a half. It's, seven and a half is pretty good. It's, yeah. it's yeah. a good watch. You learn something from it, and it's tiger people are insane. It better know? bingeable or better in pieces? What do you bingeable, think? Bingeable, I think. Bingeable, I think so. Too, I think yeah. so. But I did maybe in pieces. That's me. I was pieces, yeah. With it. yeah. Maybe, maybe that's just me. I think it's just because I just had to know what was going. Yeah, there's something wrong with me, Tyler. Yeah, okay. for sure. We know. That. <laughs> I, I don't know. It the is, audience knows it. Yeah, when it was after on episode four, I'm like, well, now I have to finish all of it. There's only <laughs> three episodes left. But what would you guys give it for a rating? See, for me, I I really enjoyed it. Well, documentaries in general, I. It's there's Are you times, a big documentary guy? I do like documentaries. Okay. I enjoy them, but I also know that even when they try to present things without bias, there's still it's a impossible. bias. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, it's, impossible. Bias. Yeah. it's an impossible like, task. And yeah. they're trying to entertain. When it comes down to it, they're editing it so that it tells a narrative and you feel things. And like Nick mentioned earlier, I felt bad for Joe at the end just because I felt like there was other people that needed Asper. to... <laughs> yeah. There's other people that needed to, to be in jail as well and yeah. why is he getting the short end of the stick 22 years too yeah 22 yeah. years yeah. well he got, he got initially it was supposed to be like 79 yeah, and then it so dropped it, down significantly but let's remember it's not just the murder plot it's also the uh, animal yes stuff yes too, so. because yeah they they talk I mean about he should be in jail regardless of how you feel yeah he it. should be yeah. in jail it's just they set it up the the first couple of episodes the first five episodes were not even about the whole murder plot and all that yeah. it was just the last two which was the synopsis of the actual documentary the last two episodes are about that so the first five are just building up this character and talking about the different relationships of the people that are in this empire that do you, talking do you about. think it was structured correctly would you have structured it a different way or no what? i think it was structured really well because that's why it made you feel for joe i think, right? I think a lot and, and of that's that, what i got i think a lot of that too is because as they're filming the documentary all of this stuff starts to unfolding and yeah. that's when they start going to the uh the other threads because even I think it's at that second episode when it ends and they're interviewing the uh, the zookeeper for uh, the guy that they based Tony Montana off of. The, oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, he's just yeah. like, yeah, and there's Carol, and then she, like, killed her husband, or her husband, went, you know, her husband. <laughs> Another crazy guy. We didn't even talk about yeah, that guy. We have so <laughs> many crazy, we can't yeah. get to them yeah. all, you and know, there's so, too many. so, like, you had it where the documentary crew was like, wait, 
what you know because they didn't <laughs> yeah. know and it's just like or at least from that impression way, it's like why they is, not know, I, but... I know it's a non sequitur but captain tangent why is tim stark manning the fucking construction equipment that's himself so weird yeah. it's so odd it is because he has it yeah and oh where God. did he get all this money from but oh okay Again, okay sorry, going sorry going back <laughs> into it when i look at documentaries the one thing that i really did appreciate about this is i've watched a couple of different uh, documentaries before and they jump on the soapbox immediately sometimes yeah. Yeah. and yeah. with this one it was reserved only for like the last episode talking like really uh, sometimes they do get preachy too soon yeah yeah Yeah. and this is when it like kind of sums up everything but you felt that through the entire thing you saw the suffering of these animals and then by the end of it you agree with that you understand that and I did really like this documentary I'm gonna give it an 8 I think it deserves an 8 7 episodes 45 minutes long it actually flew by very quickly and I was riveted the entire way so an 8 is very fair for me I think it gets you to watch it in a week so yeah yeah yeah, man (laughs) instead it couldn't be done (laughs) Yeah, exactly. For for me, listen, like like we talked about earlier in the pod, maybe we didn't know that this was the documentary that we wanted. Maybe it's not what we want, but it's definitely the documentary we needed at this time with COVID, stuck at home. We needed something to talk about. When it's over, look, I heard rumors that... um, uh, somebody was going to do a complimentary series or there'd be additional bonus episodes coming. Maybe that's in the works. I don't know. And I don't know how much time you want to spend on something like this, but it's fascinating. It's, you know, real life always stranger than fiction. We say it over and over again. It's so effing odd. All these people are such characters. It's so weird. For me, like I was riveted. It may not be making of a murderer. I think I was like in the eight and a half range for that mm-hmm. one. Uh, so we can up Ernie's territory, but I'm going to give it a <laughs> solid eight on the Shawshank scale. Okay. I recommend it. I think it's somewhat rewatchable, although not super rewatchable. And if you, you if you see it, it's impossible not to go to work or to Zoom for your friends, uh, you know, and do a little quarantine uh, meeting, hasty, uh, what do they call those things? The little wine mixers on Zoom and uh-huh. not talk about it. If yeah. you watch it that day, you're going to talk about it with your oh, friends. Yeah. And, and yeah. that is super valid so a win for netflix an 8.0 for me on the shawshank scale definitely worth seeing yeah and right now you're either talking about COVID 19 or yeah. joe exotic and who you know? wants to talk about the virus all <laughs> day Baskin every day you know? her husband. Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah. all right so let's move on to we've got mail if you have a listener question insane fan theory or an episode idea you can email us at talkingflick at gmail.com talkingflick at gmail.com all right so i got a listener question here from nathan who says if joe exotic asked you to be his campaign manager would you do it Absolutely oh, not. <laughs> no, listen, it's I my will. dream job, but I'm still going to take a hard pass. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> the garbage boy really shows up. I know nothing about politics, but heck yeah, let's you're put perfect. You you're perfect for him. Let, <laughs> let's put you on some floats. Let's come up with a platform. The condom idea. Yeah. That was all you. Yep, you you're big condoms. in the condoms. Yep. <laughs> okay, let's let's expand it. Anything. If he asks you, like, offers you a job. Will you be my husband? Yeah. <laughs> if he offers you a job to do something. No, you're not that you be? Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was some good logic though, that he used. Yeah. I guess, I guess, I guess meth makes you less straight. Oh, so, <laughs> or all hardcore I, drugs. I think I, I, listen, I've always, uh, you know, I think, no, absolutely not. I, I couldn't do anything with him. I just, I don't think he's a good human, period. So. Yeah. I, same here. Really? I mean, if he was like, hey, I need someone to work in my pizzeria. That's going to be on my I'm zoo. I'm not serving people expired Walmart meat. I'm just not doing it. <laughs> you don't it. know it's expired, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. It comes just, off the back of a truck. No just way. loose. It's gross. No way. All right. So we're going to move on to our next segment. Uh, Thank you for the question, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. uh, recommendations. Anything you guys caught over the week that you want to recommend? You want me to go first? Yeah, go first. All right. It's so, quarantine, so there's a lot of stuff out uh, there. Speaking of meth, 
I actually caught another <laughs> documentary on Netflix. I don't think it's going to be as popular right now because Tiger King is just, you know, blowing yeah. up everything. It was in the top 10 for a little bit. It's kind of switching up to like number nine, number 10, then off the list. Yeah. But it is called How to Fix a Drug Scandal. Yeah. Yes, I yes. Heard saw about that. This, and yeah. that looks really interesting. So I don't, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just going to give the intro for it because I think it's well worth the watch. It's only four episodes long. Each episode, oh, okay. 45 oh, to really? an hour, I okay. think. Oh, I wow. want to say 45 to an hour. And so this kind of covers the story of a woman named Sonia Frerich and actually who got arrested, I think, in 2012. And she was a forensic scientist. So she actually tested the drug. So if you were arrested for a crime involving possession or drugs or whatever it is. So when you take they, a test to see if you're under the influence, what do you mean? Is that what she was testing? No, no. Uh, no testing the, the drugs that they found on them. Oh, yeah. Okay, so gotcha. basically what would happen is if you're arrested for possession and crack, cocaine, whatever it is, you get arrested, they take your what, what you have <laughs> yeah. and they take it to a, a, a lab, lab facility okay. and they test it to see how pure it is or see if it is actually cocaine, meth, et cetera. Yes, you know? yes. So with Sonia Farrick, um, she was this lab scientist who was testing it and she was up in Massachusetts. And what had happened was she had always been curious about, you know, methamphetamine, right? So she had always As been we curious all about are. it. And so, that's, a, that's a weird statement. I'm yeah. curious so, about methamphetamine. I'm always curious about heroin. Yeah. Always just my... so, People have talked about it. Opium. I don't know. So, anyways, anyways. Heroin, so omega-level mutants. So, anyway. <laughs> so anyways, she had always been curious about methamphetamine. She knew that if that was a drug she was going to take, that was one she would take for sure. And the thing is, when they're dealing with these cases, as far as like if Massachusetts and everywhere, you have thousands of cases going to just like these two lab facilities in Massachusetts. So you really have it where three or four forensic scientists are handling thousands and thousands of cases every single year. And so it had come out that she was under the influence and that she had even said that there wasn't really too much restrictions going on with the facilities. And what they use is they use a standard to test it against basically what they grab for the drugs. So if you have methamphetamines, they test it and they test it against the standard and the standard is 100 percent pure. So she had never done hardcore drugs or never done drugs before. And so she was always curious. There's not a lock on the standard stuff, the pure stuff. Wow. And so she decided, I'm going to try it. I have a ton of casework I need to do. I'm going to wow. try she it. She grabs the dial and she gets the droplet, puts a couple drops in her tongue. She starts being able to produce more cases. So she's able to get more casework done. It was able to enhance her work. But because it was 100% pure methamphetamine, she eventually got addicted, started taking more started taking some home, was taking every day. And not only that, she was taking other standards too. So she was doing the pure cocaine. She was doing the pure amphetamines. Wow, man. She did so much drugs. <laughs> oh my God. She's still alive. So when wow. you watch a documentary, <laughs> Jesus. she's clean and sober. She's been sober for years now. Shouts. But when you watch a documentary, you're surprised her brain isn't fired. You wow. know, isn't just fried in general. Wow, yeah, yeah. And so- That is intense. It's, it's worth the watch because she had done so many drugs. And because this happened, they're trying to the question the DA's defense attorneys. They're trying to figure out how many cases are tainted. And another similar uh, thing happened with an Indian woman. I can't remember her name. I think uh, started with a D, her last name. Another facility in Massachusetts where basically what she was doing was group sampling. She was turning out a lot of cases and nobody wondered how she was turning out so many cases. Basically what she was doing is she was grabbing a lot of things that looked like cocaine, tested one of them. And if one of them tested for cocaine, she marked the same results for all of them. Wow. wow. So, and I, I'm hers, always fascinated by corruption in like the judicial process. Yeah, it's so always it's, endlessly fascinating. With hers, it was obviously cutting corners. Sonia Farrick was different because she tested everything. 
it's worth the watch. It's only four episodes long. You definitely get into a bit of a scandal just in general. And Netflix, give us a title one more time. Uh, how to fix a drug scandal. How to fix, how a, to wow. fix a drug scandal. Wow. So it, okay. that, was, that is one that is worth the watch. It's only four episodes. And just the amount of drugs she touched and just everything going on with like the defense attorney in that state too as well. It is an insane story. Not as eccentric as Joe Exotic, but it is just as an <laughs> Sounds insane pretty theory. Yeah. <laughs> give it give it a watch because okay. it's just it's insane how many drugs she tried and just how many cases were tainted because at that time Massachusetts is worried about a crime wave because you've got thousands and thousands and thousands of people getting ready to be released because their cases were going to get thrown out because this woman who tested wow. their drugs was under the influence and actually had tampered with evidence too to swap the real drugs with fake drugs. Somebody so, else man, recommended that to me too. It is I'll a, probably put that on the yeah, list. Yeah, give now, it a so. watch because, yeah. you know, when it all wraps up and just the amount of cases that get dropped because Jesus. of this, and it's it's insane. Give it a watch right there. But I'll <laughs> move it on to you guys what you want to recommend. So all right. Uh what I've been watching lately is uh I got back into the anime and I'm watching Haikyuu. Uh, if you guys, you're welcome on Netflix. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is, is it on Netflix? I, I don't no know. Idea. Possibly, it could be on Netflix, but uh, it's uh, it's it's on a lot of different uh, streaming services right now. It's called Haikyuu, which is Japanese for volleyball. It is a sports anime. It's really good. It goes very deep. That's one thing about sports animes. You you guys don't know this. Sports anime. I've heard it's yeah, like I've an oxymoron. How is that yeah. even possible? I've heard but, the genre. So like, there's there's two kinds of different uh, sports animes. There's the ones that are crazy uh, over the top. People go out and actually play <laughs> with physical activity. And well, the other ones where you stay that. at home and watch. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's ones that are crazy where some of the characters have like special abilities and powers and stuff like gotcha. that, which is over the top. And then there are the super focused sports animes where it goes very in-depth into the technique and different things and they make it very entertaining because you see the struggles that uh, like a volleyball player in this one goes through into uh, all of their games the and all thrill that. thrill of uh -huh. victory, yeah, no, agony of defeat. It's, it's really good. I yeah. enjoy it. I, I think actually you guys would Is like it called, called Haikyuu? It's called Haikyuu. Yeah. Haikyuu. And okay. it, it's, it follows this team as they go into nationals and it's it's pretty entertaining. How many? Huh. Is it like uh, 20 episodes? Episodes or it's just four one seasons. Season. Oh, four seasons. Four, four seasons. seasons. How um, many episodes per but season? But you know, you could just watch one. It's like uh, thirteen episodes per season. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's, it's they're like twenty minute, twenty to twenty five minutes. Standard anime kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Okay, all right. But it's very entertaining, and it like really grips you. They've in. got more stuff, kind of like in that anime sports kind of section. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's a, a different bunch genre. Yeah, yeah, like it, what we it, talked it, about. yeah, it's part of their... Attack on Titan, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's not, so genre. on the one that you're talking about, Haikyuu, is that what it is? Yeah. It's not, they don't have special abilities, it's no, just them pursuing abilities. their volleyball careers? Yeah, but it's so, it, the why it's so entertaining is because it's super technical. It uh, talks about, like, not just how to play the game of volleyball, but it goes deep into different techniques that people use and stuff like that. And do why you feel like you learned a lot about volleyball? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. I, like again who there's, knew there's two different kinds of these sports animes and when you watch the super technical animes you're like wow I feel like I can play the sport now and know like I know what these different moves are and what to, to look for when I'm playing these games but they slow it down in a way that um, 
it's easy to comprehend and understand. It ties in with how to fix a drug scandal. It's there like they took that. amphetamines and they covered sports. So Nick, I, I want you to watch, I think, Ace of Diamonds. I think that's Give what it's called. Give me one episode recommendation and I'll, you send it to me on Slack and I'll yeah, watch it. Yeah, and it's it's about, it's a baseball anime and okay. I think you'd be like, Look, the Japanese wow. are great baseball players. <laughs> Mr. Baseball is a great movie. Um, They they have great talents come out of Japan yeah. on baseball. Yeah, they man, they're super into it. Yeah. They love baseball. Yeah, yeah. but that, that's what the I've been gyro watching. gyro ball came out of Japan. <laughs> All right, what do you got, Nick? All right, so I've been watching a lot of stuff. I'll try to keep it tight, but we covered the first documentary here on Talking Flick. I want to say, if you like the cult stuff from Doc Antle, try Wild Wild Country. It was a 2018, I think, six-parter Netflix documentary, kind of about a cult that took over a city in Oregon. Fascinating Uh shit. Just fascinating. And then it just came out in March, right before Tiger King, but Alex Gibney's produced a Dirty Money series. It's very good. This is season two. Specifically, episode five in season two is about senior citizens that get ripped off and get all their money taken oh, away from on guardianship. Yeah. It's only 45 minutes, but I'm telling you, it'll break your heart. Is it'll this on Netflix too? Dirty it's Money? It's on Netflix. Okay. Dirty hey, Money on man. Netflix. Really good. <laughs> all of them are good, but specifically that uh, that Guardians Inc., I think is what that episode's called. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Season two of Dirty Money. And then other than that, um, Westworld, I continue to watch. Yeah, Ozark, I watched. Here. I thought it was a pretty solid season three. Good ending. Um, I won't spoil anything. And then I watched Rise of Skywalker again. I oh, finally okay. rewatched it. Got a lot of free time on my hands. Um, same same thing. Same thing. Messy. Just super messy. good. Yeah. Super good. Yeah. Yeah. Super amazing. Just messy. I, I mean, love Babu uh, Frick, man. Yeah, he was cute. <laughs> I, I mean, there were some guy. things in there that maybe I appreciate now that I accept it. But overall. Exegol. Exegol, terrible. <laughs> Just terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> All right. So uh, next week, we're going to be doing David Fincher's The Zodiac. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. That sounds great. Zodiac. Zodiac. Zodiac, man. It's not, oh, man. I was, it's been about a year, maybe a year and a half since it's, I've it's seen it. It's his best movie. I, I'll fight anybody. It's his best movie. Robert Downey Jr., right? It's, yeah, Robert it, Downey Jr., Jake like, Gyllenhaal. It almost Jake peaked Hall, Downey yes. Jr., but it, it kind of leads into what he does as Iron Man. Yeah. It's just a fascinating performance. It's, it's very good. Usually about once a year, one year, a year and a half, I catch it at it's least peak once again. Fincher so. at his most obsessed level, too. Oh, you can just tell Such like the detail. But we'll I, save I, it for next I week. I definitely so. <laughs> want one of those drinks that they had. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's Uh, one of the creepiest movies I've ever seen, actually. All right, Ryan, where can we find you at? Hey, if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. Give me those questions. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. If you just want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. You can always find me at realwatchability.com, top 10 movies of the year, top 10 movies ever. Um, hit me up on Twitter at Real Watch. As always, we're Talking Flick. You can follow us on Twitter at Flick underscore Talking. And if you really like us, you can leave a rating and review at whatever podcast app. Us, I saw whatever podcast app you listen to. Um, five stars, please. Uh, six. Six and six. a half Why stars. Not? Why not? Why not? How Go many there. episodes in that uh, high queue? <laughs> <laughs> 13. So, Let's do it. Let's and if you in. really, really like us, you can become a Patreon uh, and support us and get access Money to Money or expired too, Walmart well. meat. Either one, it's fine. We'll take anything. We got all the expired Walmart meat you can get. <laughs> so I mean brats, they last a while. And as always, we'll have a link for everybody's stuff in the description. Finish the show, Ryan. Hey, that was talking flick, and we will talk at you next week. All right, Nick. Judge one me last by time. The enemies Let's do it. Let's I do it. Let's do it. Let's Let's do it. Do it. Okay. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Cause, Cause I saw a tiger. Now I understand. Cause I saw a tiger. And Tiger saw man. I'd shoot you before I shoot my cat. (laughs) (laughs) And make sure all you guys stay safe out there.